League Soccer. Tickets are now on sale at coloradorapids.com. Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy, and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Yeah, baby! A lot of football. Live from Train Camp 2018. Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit. And the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. This ball well hit the center field. And this one will win it. You can answer that question another day. Marcelo Zuna with his third home run in his many days. And the Cardinals come from behind, and they beat the Rockies 5-4. There have been so many good wins for the Rockies lately. Hard to describe this one any other way than a tough loss. They had a 4-0 lead and couldn't squeeze out a victory. No squeezing of victories last night in St. Louis. I'm in a foul mood, ladies and gentlemen. You got the Vic Lombardi Show alongside Manchester, James Merrillat, H.W., Will Peterson. Everybody's here today. Jesse Trujillo, Marty O. made his way down. Uh, did you guys happen to get by the 22nd Cavalry, which is uh, the Arapahoe County Sh- uh, Sheriff's Department, which is all over the Broncos headquarters? Do we need that many police officers at this hour of the morning? Are you talking like entrances and stuff? Yes. Yeah, it, it is kind of a gauntlet to get through uh, the number of people you have to wave to. Uh, it's innumerable, but you just just be friendly, Vic. No, I'm I'm friendly at all, but do we need that many people devoted just to enter a facility? No, it's excessive. It's excessive. It, it, it's like the Vatican. You got to show your pass over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm supposed to be here. That's why you're looking forward to like week two when they just recognize you. Like, oh, come on in. Now you're still like, uh, it's still fresh for everybody. I'm not even talking about inside the facility. I'm talking about just down the road. Just trying to turn into the facility. The amount of cops out there with their lights. It's excessive. At six in the morning. I'm with you. I'm with you. There's nobody here. It's, tax, it's your tax dollars that's, at work. That's, that's, that's exa- what it is. That's what I'm saying. We have all these cops. What are they doing? 
I I have no idea. None. So you're mad that the Rockies lost, so you're going to complain about security at training camp. No, I'm mad because my nose is stuffed. Okay. That's the real source of the madness. Yeah, I am right you. there with you on that one, too. It's stuffed once again. Remember last year where I couldn't even get through a show because of breathe. the allergies? Remember that? I, oh, that's right. Remember that? That's right, yeah. Oh, I'm there again. Oh, good. Yeah. That's not to be fun. All right, so that, it took you an hour to get here. Yes. You're mad that the Rockies lost. You're mad at the security. Let's and get it all out. Ultimately, it's my nose. I, I cannot breathe because of whatever fertilizer they place on this grass here. It goes straight to my sinus cavity, and I can't tolerate it. Well, anyway. thank God I'm in a good mood today, or they'd be kicking us out of this tent. You are listening to us live on Altitude AM 950. You can also catch us on the HD FM dial. That's 105.1 HD 2 and... As usual, broadcasting live on Periscope. Say hello to everybody on Periscope. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Welcome to Broncos Dove Valley Training Camp 2018 here at the UC Health Center, powered by Honda Power Equipment. Uh, more on that later when we visit with some of our uh, guests on the show expected today. Who's coming by the tent? Expected. Expected. Uh, Shane Ray will be by. Jeff Legwald will be by. And your friend Sua Cravens will be by. Very nice. Yes. Uh, Sua, of course, was the uh, source of all that fun when he signed with the Broncos and I took him for that uh, wild Uber ride. When uh, you had Mark Mosier just ripping him yes. on the air? That yes. Was, that was classic. Yes. In fact, Dan, pull some of that. Uh, I think we have it in the system. If not, go to my, uh, go to my uh, uh, Twitter site and pull some of that sound. Uh, if you could please, because we have to. All right, last night, Rockies game. Uh, I have a lot to say about it. I'll save it for my piping hot takes. The good news is this, guys: the Dodgers and Diamondbacks both lost last night. Yeah, but that's also a missed opportunity, right? You'd be you'd be a game closer to both those teams. You you'd, you'd be right there in the mix. It was a, it was a blown opportunity last night, and it all falls. On Teflon Bud. I knew this was coming. Teflon I, Bud. Maybe that's why I'm in a bad mood. Because I am here this morning to defend Bud Black. Okay. And what he did last well, night. Well, I can't wait to hear Good. it. Because we, we my hot that. take is how you need, you need to, to save Teflon Bud from himself. I'll have the answer for Good. how you can do that. Good. Because the guy just can't help himself. Good. My hot take he really is, can't. My hot take is throw a freaking strike. Well, players that, throw strikes. Hey, that's part of it too. Yeah. I, I, I never make this a. It's all on one guy. There are a list yeah. of suspects from last night, um, but it, part of it's running out the JV lineup. I know you got to give guys a day off at some point, but part of it was that. But part of it is also he just continues to push the wrong buttons in the bullpen. I'll save most of that for my hot Great. day. Yeah, there's one thing we can quibble about that I agree with you, and I know where it's coming, seventh inning, but in terms of the decision he made to leave Tyler Anderson there, I have no issues with it. The guy was rolling until that inning, I agree. and then he just lost it. I agree. He, he was completely dealing. completely lost it. And, and when you've got that kind of lead, you have to throw strikes, right? You, you, you can't be well, nibbling. You can't be trying to be overly precise. Throw strikes. you got a 4-1 lead at that point. James, he didn't walk anybody up until that point. I know. He, he just he lost was, it. He, he was perfect. Nobody he got past second base outside of that one home run. Nobody did anything. And then in the seventh inning, he went brain dead. He just didn't have it. I, I, I agree with you. That's on the player. I 100% agree. But at some point, you got to spot that, and then it's a matter of, well, who do you go to? And that's where Jeff Breidich needs to save Je- uh, Teflon Bud from himself. It has to happen today. Unfortunately, that seventh inning spoiled what otherwise was a great, a great play by the greatest I'm going to call him right now the greatest Rockies player ever. I'm You're on coming your around. I'm on your side. He is. He is Nolan Arenado, and that starts big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news. 
right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. This ball is hit in the air to deep center field. Way back to Nolan. Get it, you bet. Grand slam, Nolan Arenado. Well, Ponce de Leon will never forget the first hit he gave up in the big leagues. Seven no-hit innings, and then a grand slam. Four-nothing Colorado. A freaking salami by Arenado off one of the world's greatest explorers, Ponce de Leon, <laughs> giving the Rockies a 4 nothing lead early. And at that point, you're thinking, okay, all right, the streak continues. This team is hot, red hot. Uh, but not what happened. Of course, uh, they uh, come back. The Cardinals do uh, score five unanswered, tie the game in the seventh, win the game in the ninth, and they beat the Rockies five to four. There were a couple opportunities too to extend that uh, that lead. Yes. The Rockies got jobbed on the instant replay yes. review too. That yes. should have been a run. Parra was called safe at yes. home. Did he get tagged? Did he not get tagged? It was you could not tell. So how do they overturn that? I don't know. But instant replay once again. Doesn't make anything anything better, but it wasn't just the replay. They had multiple opportunities, and it seemed like every time Charlie Blackman was at the plate with a guy on second, a guy on third, and it was time for his little dribbler to second base. He did uh, he did not come through in clutch situations. One last night. for nine with runners in yeah, scoring position brutal. last night. Brutal. Meanwhile, here at Dove Valley, the Broncos and the quarterback situation. Well, we know who's number one. Who's number two? I think Paxson's doing a good job with his footwork. Um, he did a good job uh, day two of going through progressions and finding the third and fourth guy in the progression. That's that's improvement for Paxson, obviously. Um, he's completing the football. That's that's key. Uh, Chad, you know, Chad, <laughs> Chad's different. He's a playmaker. I mean, the uh, the dirty to play. You know, if it's a dirty play, he makes it look clean. That's that's his strength. I mean, he's just a playmaker. So if it looks really muddy, he comes out and makes the play. That's what he does. Just based on that description, if you didn't know the quarterbacks whom he was referring to, the, who would you rather have? The guy that can make a bad play good or the guy that makes an easy play look hard? <laughs> the guy that makes a bad play look okay. good? Yes. I'm not sure that's what he said, though. I this is, once again, a little bit God, like that. the, the Paxton Lynch filter that people have. That's not uh, what he said. Uh, everything you know, everything he said about Paxton H. Lynch. H.W., what, what did you interpret oh, from you that? You guys the, are the that I'm getting Paxton shoved down my throat by no. our front office and Chad's yes, the better exactly player. Right. Everything he said in that entire clip about Paxton, everything was positive, yet you two somehow run it through the filter and it yeah. comes out negative. You know what? Your voice is coming out really hot and heavy in my ears. I don't know if it's what we're doing out here. Is that you're just volume? I just am screaming? Yes, maybe it's that. Meanwhile, I always tell you guys you're very uncultured. Todd Davis, linebacker, talking about the new culture change here at Dove Valley. Um, I think just even out here in practice, the way the way we practice is so different. Um, he was showing us clips from last year, and we look like two totally different teams. Uh, we're faster. Uh, we're more efficient. We're more tenacious. Um, I think the way we prepare is going to it's going to show a lot in the way we play games. Yeah, that's pretty much a theme for every training camp, right? Oh I mean, this gosh. is every single team in the NFL. Well, yeah. you know, you got a new new culture, got a new feel. Because so many people last year were questioning the culture and questioning the pace yeah. of practice, right? It's like every new defensive coordinator that gets hired. You know, we're going to be aggressive, more aggressive. Nobody ever gets hired and says, ah, you know what, I'm going to be a little more passive. 
No more passive. Yeah. Kind of sit back on our heels. We're really going to suck this year. Yeah. I have nothing to say. I, yeah. I, I want to hear that from somebody. We got nothing. Let's hear somebody in Cleveland say, yeah, we suck. We, I mean, we've won one game in two years. I don't know what awful. else to do. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Dom Pecco on number four. The number four that plays for the Broncos. Familiar with another number four. Actually, bro, I've because I watch a lot of film. That's why that's what I see a lot of Case, uh, you know, throwing some throwing some bullets out there and uh, looking good. And I was just telling my other teammate yesterday, I like that number four because he looks like that gunslinger, you know, Brett. <laughs> but uh, oh. yeah, man, everything's going good. I appreciate y'all. It's, uh, we're in camp and uh, starting to forget what day it is. That's when you know camp is here. Uh, Demarius Thomas was on top of it Wait a too. Minute. We're gonna let that one go. What's that? He compared he, him to Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Yeah, come on. You know, I told you, it's camp. It's preseason. It's training. You're going to get ridiculous comparisons. Do you remember a year ago when Trevor Simeon and Peyton Manning, the names were used in the same sentence? Yeah. That's okay. why I want to eye roll it. Yeah. That well, that's what that we do. That's what we do. We eye roll everything. Brett Favre. He reminds me of Brett Favre. This time that's of what we year, just heard. everything comes with an eye roll. Just oh take it for goodness. what it is. It's training camp. Demarius Thomas, yesterday on with uh, Kreckman and Hastings, he, uh, he has... <laughs> Crickman and Harris <laughs> did that lineup shuffle that no one told us about. Well, here's the deal. Here's what the rundown says. Yeah. Meanwhile, DT was on with KNH. I don't know what the hell KNH is. <laughs> They've only been know. a show for like two what, years I mean, on these airwaves. That's a wait, fair that could point. Be though. What is KNH? Yeah. What, I don't know. What, what, that could be anything. We never refer to I mean, it what as KNH. K&H? So that's not, At that's fair. At what point in my life do I wake up and say, Yeah, KNH, Crane and Harris. They were good yesterday I afternoon. Never in my life have I ever looked at the two letters K and H and said, Yep. Crackman and Harris. Yep. I've used that on your rundown a hundred times. So You've never my, gotten it wrong before. In my world, it's Crackman and yep. Hastings. I'm going to blame it on Will. DT with Crackman and Hastings. <laughs> it's amazing. Like you said, last year is last year. We don't want to talk about last year. But um, coming into this year, knowing your guy is, is, is just a totally different, you know, mindset. Mental focus is totally different. You know, you ain't got to worry about going getting 10 reps with this guy, 10 reps with this guy. You can get all 20 with this guy, and then if you mess up, you can you stay out there and go with this guy. And um, it kind of reminds me of some of the things we used to do with Peyton, where we will practice and then we'll be on the field out there. Instead, now, I mean, last year it was, was kind of different. You know, you, you didn't know who was going to be the guy. And we didn't know until, what, third, three weeks until training camp, four weeks? Yeah, maybe first week of the season. So, um Right now, it's, it's just because it's, it's cool breeze. Just remember last season, even the season before that, the people that were most upset about not having a secure quarterback in place were those receivers because yes. it affected them the most. Well, we, but you remember heading into training camp last year, all last off season, you and I sat on this show and yeah. said, it's a problem when you don't have a number one. They're, they're, you're having to split reps. And we got told, no, that's not a big deal. And now we're being told, man, it's so nice that we got a number one. We get all our reps with the number one. Well, of course. Yeah. I mean, what DZ said there is true, but we just heard 100 per 180 degrees the opposite last year. But by the way, is this this segment is just like have my head explode. We've had him compared to Brett Favre and Peyton Manning in 12 minutes. What are and we, a culture change. You what forgot are we, about that. What are we doing? Jesse, turn my volume up because this guy's so damn loud. It's blowing my brain. Well, no wonder I'm loud. Yeah, have you there, heard that's these, better. Have you heard these clips? Yeah, I, I've heard the comparisons. I get it. It's training camp. This we we do this every year. Oh I can my I can Lord. cite every training camp in the history of man and every team, well, and you have some ridiculous. Comp- this is what we do. Apparently, we have another person who can walk across Sloan's Lake, and it's Case Keenum. Because that's the only comparison we haven't had this morning. Nate right, Manning and Brett Favre. When we come back, um, Teflon Bud is a term that is often used 
by James Merrillette. He's going to try and blame last night's loss to the Cardinals on Bud Black. I will defend him. It's our piping hot takes coming up live from Broncos Training Camp 2018. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Yesterday, I like that number four because he looks like that gunslinger, you know, Brett. <laughs> Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Let's go, let's go, let's go! Denver's all sports station. Altitude 950. Josh Dover here, and I wanted to ask you, do you have what it takes to be on TV or on the radio? How about online or a social media influencer? Maybe a YouTube star. The Colorado Media School produces their own original content every week, and they're looking for new talent to be the next stars of their original programs and shows. The Colorado Media School will be hosting casting calls for potential students to be featured in and work hands-on with their production and media professionals. Contact them now, 303-937-7070. It's 303-937-7070 to set up your casting call to become a media professional today. You can star in original programming airing on multiple platforms or start working on your own show right away. The Colorado Media School makes it easy with everything you need right there in the on-campus studios. What are you waiting for? The time to be a star is now. These casting calls can fill up fast, so don't hesitate to call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. The Colorado Media School, located in Lakewood. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, and they have everything you need right where they they are MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term even save you up to a thousand dollars a month and it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals including paying off high interest debt i'm talking about a 10 minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days plus there are never any upfront fees so call today and let american financing coach you into a better home loan 303-695-7000 that's 303-695-7000 or americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at BuffaloThunderResort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. 
Hey, Avs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. You kid is going to break away and shoots For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Avs. And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center. Altitude 950 traffic update. Pretty usual slow traffic, and we're seeing that southbound 225 between Parker and Yosemite. This traffic report is brought to you by CC's with new Italian-style flatbreads, salad, and desserts. I-76 really slow westbound between 88th and 270. I-70 is jammed up Monaco through to Steel. Why settle for a tiny value meal when you can have endless value on CC's buffet? Like meat eater, stuffed crust, and new Italian flatbreads, the buffet's a better way. CC's for a limited time. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. It's like, uh, there's no hate, though, between, yeah. you know, they could have drafted somebody in the first round, second round, whatever it is, you know. I'm always, uh... You know, be that guy because when, when rookies come in, they, they, you know, some of them can learn fast, some of them can't. And, you know, it, it could be times where you'd be on teams and guys wouldn't even want to say anything to you. And, you know, they, they're the veteran guys and you think they're going to, you know, help you out and they don't say anything. As uh, Devontae Booker, Bronco running back on yesterday with H&B, um, you you want me to tell you what H and B stands for? I, I don't even know my kids' names. How, how do you want me to know H and B? He was on with Hastings and Brownman uh, after practice, talking about how he's actually willing to help rookies, unlike some previous veterans you know, in the past. They always say that. Do you get some sort of medal for helping rookies? Because let me tell you, one guy, future Hall of Famer, who did not help rookies, who really didn't care about helping rookies, who spent most of his own time getting his own reps, uh, valuing reps like pieces of gold and really didn't think about anything else uh peyton manning peyton manning yeah another guy who uh, was the same way he did not help out aaron Rodgers when he was a young player was brett Favre, and according to broncos players yesterday case keenan amalgamation of both of those hall of famers i guess what i'm saying is this whole notion that veteran players part of their uh uh, responsibilities to help younger players. I I seem to disagree because if I'm a veteran player, that younger player wants my job. Yeah, you, know, but you can help, but I'm not teaching you my secrets. I'm not yeah, doing that. If he's on the 53, don't you have a responsibility to make sure he's sure. as good a player as he's possible? Set, he's ready. Yes, yes. But there are only so many. Demarcus Ware is an assistant coach now, a sure. part-time assistant coach. Sure. Do you firmly believe that Demarcus Ware shared his entire arsenal? With the other players when he played here, everything he knew. I think he shared his entire arsenal with Von Miller. Ah, uh, to an extent. I think now he can. I look. It, it, Von Miller was the guy who was going to help him by being great on the other side. So it's smart to give him your secrets. The guys who were behind Demarcus Ware, he could have told them every secret that the, that the game has ever had, and they weren't going to beat him out, right? Brett Favre could have told every secret he, he, he ever knew to Aaron Rodgers. Brett Favre was still going to be the starter. you got to be a yeah. little secure in your position. I just believe that there's only so much you can teach, though, and you don't have time to teach when you're trying to pick up the playbook, you're trying to get reps, you're trying to figure out how to work with certain receivers. If you're a quarterback in this league, you got to worry about yourself. I agree with that, but sometimes we make this out to be a lot more difficult than it is. 
Like, this is all they do. It's really that hard to pick up the playbook? I know. The, the complexity of football over the last ten years has grown exponentially based on what people say about it. It's and, ridiculous. And, and again, I, I blame you guys. I blame you and your Who's numbers. You guys? you guys with all your numbers. Everything's about numbers now. Every stat in the world's come out. and it, It's a basic game. It's a, Grab the ball, throw the ball. Tackle the guy with the ball. It's not that hard. You guys have made it hard. Half the time, guys are falling asleep in meetings, and they still manage to figure it out. We overcomplicate it. Well, we've been doing that for years. Uh, meanwhile, on the Twitter feed, if you're watching via Periscope, how you doing? It's the Vic Lombardi show. Uh, guy goes up. Manchester makes this this show so hard to watch right Why? now. Why? What I am I doing? We were trying to fit our uh, headsets over. <laughs> we switched headsets. And mine fit uh, me like an extra large it coach. It did. They had, the headphones were like down on your neck. <laughs> uh, that's live radio here. We're going to visit with uh, Shane Ray hopefully a little bit later. Somebody's making their way over here. Who is that? That's not Shane, I can tell you that much. Uh, what do you guys, where do you place the odds on Shane Ray joining this show before he enters a team meeting this morning? Uh, five to one. Against? Yeah, yeah. So a 20% chance he's going to Uh, be. he told me yesterday he would, so I'll go two to one. Okay, he told you he would. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said he'd do it at about 7.30 though, so you know, we could get things it's moving. 7.23 right now. Let's get to our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Vic's Hot Take. Guy on the text line says, can we give Vic some uh, Zyrtec or Claritin? Uh, I've had both this morning. None of it seems to work. Be pollen. You know what I did last year that worked, though? You know when you, you splash all that saline in your nose and your nasal? It's really gross. Mm-hmm. You know, that does work. It flushes you out something fierce. I'm take I mean, your it's like, word for it's it. It's like a nose colonic. <laughs> that stuff works every single time. Anyway, back to my uh, piping hot take. Uh, Tyler Anderson, if you're looking for a reason to be upset last night, uh, don't go where my uh, comrade's going to go here shortly. It's it's not on Bud Black. I've always placed most of the blame on the player, person with the ball in his hands. He's the guy that's out there. It's not the manager. The manager can push buttons. I get it. But the guy with the ball in his hands last night jumped on the hill in the seventh inning pitching a just an awesome game. He had not allowed a walk until the seventh. Tyler Anderson was dealing. And then all of a sudden the seventh inning comes around and he can't throw a strike to anybody. He walked three in a row. He had the bases loaded. He gave the bases loaded to Scott Oberg. Now, we can sit here and quibble about whether Oberg or O should have been the guy in the seventh. Many people thought, hey, that's why you go get a guy named O. Let him pitch the seventh. They went with Oberg. Game tied shortly thereafter. But I put that game squarely on Tyler Anderson last night, who had it rolling and could not sustain it in the seventh inning when they needed it most. Why have the Rockies won of late? Starting pitching. What hurt them most last night in the seventh inning? Starting pitching. End of story. Next hot take. It's HW's Hot Take. So yesterday, the players are coming off the field. There's the huge media scrum. Everyone trying to get everyone. It's chaos out here trying to get guests for radio, trying to get sound, trying to go to the podium. Do all that. Little media 101. Just get somebody, and you've done your job. And all of a sudden, I look around, and the biggest scrum, one of the biggest scrums I've seen in my five or six years out here, is surrounding someone. I'm like, 
who the heck is in that scrum right now? Did, did Peyton decide he wanted to talk today? Is he in the building? What's going on? It's touchdown Swag Kelly, Chad Kelly, future backup quarterback of the Denver Broncos. Everyone wants to hear from him. You heard it from the head coach, how Chad is making plays, and Paxton looks like he's the same Paxton we've known for years. I think Chad Kelly will overtake Paxton Lynch some point in this preseason. Has Paxton Lynch spoken at all to the media? No one wants to talk to him. Well, what do you talk? I'd love to talk to him. I would too. I'd love to have him on the show right now. Can we make an effort to get Paxton Lynch on this program? Yesterday, he kind of just ran off to no fanfare. Chad runs off and the, all of Denver surrounds. Uh, here's what we're going to do. Stan, you're rolling here for Altitude TV. Here is the wager we're going to make on the Vic Lombardi show. The wager is this. How many times will HW have to ask Paxton Lynch to come on the show and when will he come on the show? It's out there. The bet is on. I'll ask Try it today. today. By the way, you just dropped in there. Paxton's out here being Paxton, doing typical Paxton, Paxton things. What? What did he do yesterday in practice that was so terrible? Tuck and ran on a drill where you're supposed to pass the football. He did? Yeah. Me and Dover both looked at each other like, oh. Okay, so again, you guys don't understand the drill. So what he's supposed to do is just fire a ball into traffic? Like, what would he do in you a can, game if nobody was open? You what would he be, do? You cannot be afraid to make mistakes in training camp. Peyton oh, my gosh. Really? Mannered, okay. You can't be here. afraid to make mistakes in training camp, like throwing the ball away on fourth down and hitting the wall inside the Peyton facility because nobody's talked about that mistake he made in training camp. He can't win. Threw more interceptions in training oh. camp than he did his entire career. That's what he did. That's what training camp is yeah. for. Let's 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 practice bad habits. Let's fire uh, the ball into traffic. Next yesterday. hot take, please. It's Manchester's hot take. Today is the uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline, and Jeff Breidich needs to make a move, acquire some middle relievers to save Teflon Bud from himself. He went and got Sengwon Oh, supposed to be the seventh inning guy. Okay, Tyler Anderson's in trouble in the seventh inning. Who do you go to? Did he just call the bullpen and said, hey, give me O? And they thought he meant Oberg? Because why in the hell do you bring in Oberg? Oldberg comes out, walks in a run, and then gives up the two-out single that drives in two runs, and all of a sudden it's 4-4. O is the seventh inning guy. Ottavino's the eighth inning guy. Hey, he got into some trouble, but he's got the ability to get out of it. And then you set it up for Wade Davis. For whatever reason, Bud Black's in love with Oberg. And then is anybody surprised that when he goes to McGee, McGee comes out and just gives up the walk-off dong? I was not surprised. No. no. We, we all expected it. Hell, Drew Goodman predicted it. Spilly didn't even get to answer his question I about swear to you go God. up swinging for a home run. I swear to God, I was this close to tweeting it last night. The guy with the yellow sleeve. Yeah. What, what color sleeve? I don't know. The neon wearing? sleeve. The neon sleeve. I was about it was to obnoxious. Say, I was about to say this is going deep. I, 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 for some reason, I just got that feeling he, in my loins that this was going deep. He just sense it coming. Yeah. And for whatever reason, Bud Black continues to push those buttons. So you know what the solution is? Take away the buttons. Take them away. Go trade for anyone. I don't care. And just get Oberg and McGee out of the bullpen so it's not even an option for Teflon, bud. Because once again, he pushed two wrong buttons, and it cost the Rockies a game that they should have won last night. Not the end of the world. I consider it a mulligan since the Diamondbacks and Dodgers both lost last night. Oh, my God. Well, that's field day. I know you're the kind of guy that says, you got to win them all, otherwise... Fire them all. Win them all. Or f- that's no. basically, in a nutshell, this is Manchester's philosophy on sports. Win every game or everybody's fired. When was the last guy I demanded should be fired? When? That's just sort of the Who feeling. Who was it? The impression that you leave is fire everybody, scorch the earth, unless they win every game by 50. During the hot takes today, I am the only one that was rational and fair about Paxton Lynch, yet somehow I'm fire everyone guy. Okay, in order. Let's, let's just prioritize. I don't just, get it. Just to recap, in order. 
Who is mostly to because you love the blame game. We do this every day. Who is mostly to blame for the Rockies' loss last night? Give me an order. Top three blamers. Jake McGee, okay. number one. Bud Black, number two. Scott Oberg, number three. And Tyler Anderson, number four. Okay. Tyler Anderson was great for six innings. He got into some trouble in the seventh. And you know what? The bullpen guy, you know what their job is? To come out and bail you out. That's your job. And what did Scott Oberg come out and do? Walked in a run and then gave up a single to Carpenter. My bail order, him out. My order is different. The reason why we have seen this Rockies reemergence here this season is because in June, Bud Black had a meeting with the starting pitchers and said, throw strikes, throw strikes, quit nibbling, quit playing this ridiculous Fine. game, throw strikes, Fine. don't be cute. Tyler Anderson forgot to throw strikes in the seventh, could not throw a freaking strike when he did it the entire game. Okay. He's reason number one. It's nope. a player sometimes. Nope. I'm changing my order. I'm putting Bud Black at the top of the order because Jeff Breidich went and got him saying 1-0. That's the seventh inning guy. Your starter got through six. You have a 4-1 lead. If you go O, Adovino, Davis... 4-1, go home, winning streak still intact. What's he doing? What We're is he doing? live at Broncos Training Camp 2018. Altitude 950's training camp coverage brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Introducing the brand new Honda EU 2200 Portable Generator. Oh, get it. We're back after this. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The Denver Museum of Nature and Science is proud to present Mindbender Mansion, a quirky place full of puzzles and brain teasers that put minds of all ages to the test. For more info, visit dmns.org. Don't miss Art and Ale, Saturday, August 11th from noon to 7 p.m. at the Arvada Center Sculpture Field. There will be creative activities for kids, plus samplings of art, food, music, and drink. Proceeds benefit Make Art Happen at the Arvada Center. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Hey, Colorado, are you looking for the best prices in town on appliances? Then get on over to our brand new clearance center now. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance, and we just opened the doors to our new clearance center showroom in Denver. Unbelievable prices on brands from Bosch, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Maytag, Gen Air, Electrolux, Samsung, and many more. And to celebrate our new showroom, we're offering additional savings of 10, 15, or 20% when you buy one or more appliances at our Denver or Louisville Clearance Center showrooms. We've got miss orders, closeouts, floor model displays, and demo units, all at crazy low prices. Plus, we're pulling hundreds of appliances out of our brand new good stock, but pricing it like scratch and dent pieces. Stop by our new Clearance Center showroom in Denver, located inside our warehouse, just north of 58th Avenue on I-25. For directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day four of Training Camp 2018 is underway down in Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. Uh, it was Marshall you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. 
Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Broomfield. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Colorado Rapids 2019 season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss out on the action as the Rapids take to the field for 17 home games at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. But Tim Howard once again with a massive save. Call 303-825-GOAL or visit coloradorapids.com to find out about the exclusive season ticket member benefits, including meet the team party, game day experiences, and stadium discounts. coloradorapids.com Is your husband still driving trucks for a living? Yeah. But he just changed companies. He's working for Safeway now and is back home with me and the kids at the end of every ship. Uh, I wish my husband was home more. He's literally gone for weeks at a time. Why doesn't he apply at Safeway? They started my husband out at $25.94 per hour with the potential to earn a $12,500 bonus. Do you have a family member or friend driving trucks and they want more time at home? Tell them about the opportunity to drive for Safeway Distribution Center located at Colorado Boulevard and I-70. They only need two years of all-season or mountain driving experience with tractor trailer equipment and a Class A CDL. Safeway is a company you can retire from. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement plan are all outstanding. The starting pay for drivers is $25.94 per hour. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a potential bonus of up to $12,500. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Must be 21 years of age. Safeway is a drug-free workplace and an equal opportunity employer. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. C-470 eastbound is jamming now. Wadsworth through to Platte Canyon, southbound 225, slowing Parker to Yosemite. This traffic report is brought to you by Sprint. Yes, the good news so far on the drive is that it's accident-free right now, not hearing of any additional major delays because of crashes. But northbound is slow on I-25 Ridgegate to Lincoln, southbound slow through downtown and Santa Fe to Colorado Boulevard. Get the new Unlimited Plus from Sprint. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT. One to learn more, switch today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. This ball well hit the center field. And this one will win. We can answer that question another day. Marcelo Suna. With his third home run in his many days. And the Cardinals come from behind and they beat the Rockies 5-4. There have been so many good wins for the Rockies lately. Hard to describe this one any other way than a tough loss. They had a 4-0 lead and couldn't squeeze out a victory. A tough loss indeed, but a loss based on when it happened that could pay dividends, could reap benefits for the Colorado Rockies. And I'll tell you why momentarily. Don't forget to let me remind you why. Okay, but here's the thing. After they made the trade last week for Sengwano, what was the formula for victory for the Rockies? Get six innings from your starter. O in the seventh, Ottavino in the eighth, Davis in the ninth. In your eyes, that no, was no, no, that's the formula. That's okay. what Jeff Breidich gave sure. Bud Black and said, "Here you go. Here's how you go win games." They're up four-one going into the seventh. Why don't you execute the playbook? Why isn't it Sengwano pitching the seventh, and then it's Ottavino, and then it's Davis? So uh, when you don't do that, and then 
Tyler Anderson goes out and walks the bases loaded, which I agree with you, that's on the pitcher, but he goes out and walks the bases loaded, and then you go to Oberg. Let me ask so you that's a question. Two, two mistakes in the let, seventh let, inning. Hold on, let me ask you a question, and I, and I want you to an, answer with honesty. The bases were juiced for Scott Oberg with no outs. Yes. What reliever in his right mind can get out of that kind of mess without giving up something? I don't what? expect you to. Right. So I don't expect o, him to get out of it so cleanly. O, I don't. If O takes the ball on the hill in that situation, what do you expect to see? I think he gives up a run or two. Just one run, just two, just you know, based on what? Well, there's nobody out, so if you get a ground ball, you get a, you maybe get a double play. A run's going to score even on a double Dude, play. I think the Rockies were lucky to have the game tied with the bases loaded and the reliever coming in. They were lucky to send this game but, with the tie. You can't walk in a run. You can't walk in a run. I get That's that. on Obert. That's the one thing he did, that and he gave brutal. up the one-two to. To Carpenter. And then he I gets, get then he gets I two get, outs. He got two outs without I, giving up a run other than the walk. I just don't think the Rockies have anybody in the pen that can walk into a bases loaded situation Agreed. and wiggle out of it. Agreed. So, but, but that's, that's because that's on Teflon Bud. He set up that situation by not following the formula. The right. formula is Sengwan O in the seventh, Adam Adovino in the eighth, Wade Davis in the ninth. Why didn't you follow the formula, Teflon? Why? I'm going to help your formula. The reason that happened last night, the reason the Rockies blew one, is that today is trade deadline day. Okay. Maybe they're more inclined to address the bullpen. Maybe today, after watching what happened last night, they figure, uh, we still don't have enough. Agreed. Let's do something. Had they won last night, had the pen done its job, perhaps human nature says, we're good, let's go into this. Maybe this forces the Rockies' hand on the last day of the trade deadline. They do something about so it. So you agree with my hot take. It, it forces Jeff Breidich to save Bud Black from himself. He has to make it to where Bud Black doesn't even have the option to go to Scott Oberg. Doesn't even have the option to go to Jake McGee. Jake McGee coming out in the 10th inning last night, you might as well have turned it off, take some Advil PM and go to bed. We all knew how that was going to turn out. Everybody watching knew how that was going to turn out, and sure enough, it played out exactly as expected. From the text line, cannot be mad at Bud Black after every loss. Oberg has been nothing but money since coming back from AAA. Once again, the losses on the players. Had many chances to extend the lead, could not get a hit with runners in scoring position. One for nine, by the way. Not to mention Anderson giving free passes to the cards in that seventh. Then why do you have it's a manager? On the players. Why do you have a manager then? Why? Just to dress up. Why? I mean, it just so you can have an uh, older, elderly gentleman running around in a uniform? Yeah. That's why he's out there? Just for the comic relief? Uh, I mean, that's Vi his job to make those decisions. This texter says, uh, 7264, by Vic's logic, every starter should be expected to pitch a complete game every time. Not the case at all, no. But when your starter is dealing like Anderson was last night, I mean, he was dealing. He did not give up a walk. Nobody did anything to him outside of that one home run by Jerko. Nothing. He was dealing. And all of a sudden, in one inning, he forgets how to throw the ball? Uh, just like he forgot. No, I agree with you. But also, why did they leave him in for three walks? Right? Like, if you yeah. want to say, hey, he's dealing. The only thing he's given up is the home run to Jerko. We're going to stick with him in the seventh. Okay. But it needed to be a short leash. The leash was long enough for three straight walks? That's that's absurd. When I had my power rankings of guys to blame for for yesterday's loss, <laughs> power rankings. I forgot one. Charlie Blackman's on the list too. That guy came up in two key situations. There were two errant throws to first base that got a, a, a runner all the way from first to third, and they got stranded there because Charlie 
has a dribbler to second base. Come on, you got to come up. You got to you got to get a big hit. Yesterday, Carpenter, he's up there for the for the Cardinals. Chance to get a big hit. He came through. The Rockies star players just didn't, other than Arenado's grand slam. Move, but obviously. but let me get what you're getting at here. Are you kind of bringing this back to the Broncos that you have so little faith in Bud Black right now that Jeff Bridich needs to provide him all the help, similar to what the Broncos did this offseason with Vance he, Joseph? He, he's of the no, no. Well, well, that's what you're saying. You you said earlier, like, make sure he can't push any wrong buttons because every button he pushes is going to no, be the correct one. I, I'm not saying they need to go hire nine new bench coaches that will sit there and, and and not allow him to pick up the bullpen phone. I mean, that's what's going on in this place. we got to have a coach for every position just so the, the VJ's impact can be minimized. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying they need to take those guys off the roster. So it's the equivalent of what John Elway did with Trevor Simeon. We're not even going to have him here. We don't even want that to be an option. We're going to ship him to Minnesota. We're going to get rid of him, so that's not even a temptation. What Jeff Breidich needs to do is take away the temptation to go with Scott Oberg and Jake McGee because we all know how it's going to turn out when those two guys get on the ball. Can we get a little more micro about that game last night? A couple plays, a couple moments, a couple instances that uh, piqued my interest. First of all, you're right. Para slides under the tag in that uh, wild play. That should have made it 5-1. Yeah. Okay, that was yeah. in the top of the seventh. Correct. Should have made it 5-1. They went to the replay. Whatever replay they showed us, it looked like he was safe. Well, Unless you they had a different tell. version. Unless they, exactly. It was one of those, without a shadow of a doubt, yeah. you got to show me the doubt because he called him safe He was on the called field. safe. Yes. If he was called out and Bud Black had challenged it, they would not have overturned it. It, 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 was, it was a bad call based on okay. how the rule is written. What about the point Drew Goodman made? And I agree. Why is it there more uniformity in baseball where the backstop, that area there, it's either padded or not? Because if a guy throws a wild pitch and the ball suddenly bounces back to the catcher, what what benefit does it give you to run from third? It's a, a wild pitch. Anyone should score from third. Uh, I, I, I agree, but it's right in front of Para, right? He can see that the ball bounced straight back. Turn around uh, and go no, back. No. You start running as soon as the ball is past the catcher. You don't have time uh, to react about how it bounces. Are you? What do you think? That was, the bionic that was, man? That was just crying about spilt no, milk. Well, every once thing, in a while, okay. you get a bad bounce. Right. Let's not let's not bitch and moan Here, about bad here's, bounces. Here's more crying. Um, in this whole uniformity thing with baseball, you know how they are about their uniforms? Yeah. They don't let anything go. How's that dude allowed to wear a knee-on sleeve? It, it, it is a distraction when oh, he's at the plate. I was plate. distracted watching on television. The pitcher couldn't wear a neon glove. Exactly. So why does he get to wear a neon sleeve? How is a batter allowed to wear a neon sleeve that matches nothing on his uniform? By the way, that's a great band name. Neon sleeve? Yeah, who are you going to go see tonight at the Paramount? First of all, what is it with these sleeves that these rec leaguers wear? I was playing rec basketball. Everybody's wearing a sleeve. Sleeves on their legs. Sleeves on their elbows. You're not that good. Enough with the sleeves. That is a band Nate Crack. So ridiculous with these sleeves. Everybody thinks there's something that's going to make them better. I'm going to wear the sleeve. Watch me drop 40. Well, the, de- the deadline's in six hours, so you think they'll get something done? Got to get, Gotta get after it. Well, perhaps last night's loss. We'll make them get after it. We shall see. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're live from Broncos Training Camp 2018 here at the UC Health Training Center. Altitude's 950's uh, training camp coverage brought to you by the Urology Center of Colorado. Experts in everything urology, including kidney stones, vasectomies, overactive bladder, and urologic uh, cancers such as prostate cancer. So check them out located just north of the Broncos Stadium online at TUCC.com. 
Taco Time at Training Camp, and the heat is on. Wake up! Let's go! The scrutiny is intense. How tired are you, man? That's the first play of practice. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah. Forgot him. The drama. We might forget to pay you, too. It's Training Camp. Brought to you by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. The road to success is paid with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate injured and confused confused about your injuries confused about the insurance company confused about which attorney to hire so let's talk about attorneys let's get real clear on attorneys I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience, yes. Handles only injury cases, yes. Someone the insurance company knows, yes. And respects, of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients, yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything, only injury cases, mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company, absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people people's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He's scored! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. This news might shock you. Rogers Electric is now hiring. They're looking for service electricians and lighting technicians with competitive pay and a signing bonus. Join a 35-year-old company with 1,300 employees nationwide with a proven history of success. They're the largest self-performing electrical and lighting contractor in the U.S. Check their job openings at rogersservices.com. That's rogersservices.com. The power to get the job done. It's a grand opening celebration at 
BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLplasma.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Traffic is especially slow on southbound 225 between Parker Road and Yosemite. This traffic report is brought to you by Sprint. No highway accidents that I'm hearing about at this point, so just uh, watch for that normal heavy volume slowing on eastbound C-470 Wadsworth through to Platte Canyon. Get the new Unlimited Plus from Sprint. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Switch today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Now, up front, man, anytime you put the pads on, whether you have the lower pads, that's what they call it, full pads, or you wear the lower pads as well. But uh, for us, man, today is like a full pad a day to us up front because we're going hard, uh, we're hitting each other, and, uh, and and getting better. So uh, I love full pads. That's when, that's when the real football starts, and uh, that's what I love to do. <laughs> Real football today at Dove Valley UC Health Training Center where the pads are on and the hit is on. They're going to hit today. They are. Well, and, and this was a quote from uh, VJ yesterday. I, I thought this was a good one. Uh, obviously, football is played in pads. That's great. That's well, great. I, I think we know. So putting sure. on pads and watching the guys bang a little is always fun. So yesterday, uh, after the uh, training camp morning session, I uh, spoke to a group. And the questions you get are pretty obvious. How are the Broncos looking? Yes. How are the quarterbacks looking? What do you think my response is when people ask me that question? How are the quarterbacks looking? How are the Broncos looking? Uh, it's hard to tell because nobody is able to hit the quarterback. I have no freaking idea. That's not football and... that we're watching. That's what I said. I said yeah. We're not watching football. We're watching practice. And practice is different than football. In football, when a quarterback goes back to pass, he fears for his safety because he's going to get hit. Correct. When you don't have that fear factor in the back of your mind, I don't care what you're watching, what you see, it's not the same game. The fear factor changes everything for that position and the game. Well, a lot of guys can look like a combination of Brett Favre and Peyton Manning when they get to wear a red penny that says you can't hit them. Right? So uh, one thing is you know what the defense is doing. That's not the case all the time in an actual game. And and number two is the defense can actually hit you, and they're trying to kill you. That changes things immensely. That's not what you see out here. That's why this is training camp, yes. and it's not real season football. I, I, the, the, the unfair assessment, and I hear it up and down this row all day every day, of Paxton Lynch is is laughable to me. I'm not saying the guy's going to be a great quarterback. I'm not at all. But HW's hot take was how Paxton Lynch is out there doing his typical Paxton Lynch. What? What? So what, I think, what is the criticism? I, I think what you're trying to say is don't jump to conclusions either way. Hyperbole rolls both ways, both Correct. in criticism and in optimism. Correct. And last year, the, the classic example during uh, preseason games was the crossing route to DT that would have been an automatic first down right in the middle of the, of the field, and Paxton misses them. And we watched that gif over and over and over and over again on Twitter. 
All right. Next game, we got Trevor Simeon missing the guy wide open in the flat that he doesn't see, and nobody tweets it. They're too busy telling us how smart he is because he went to Northwestern. Before it's we, just such a one-sided argument. Before we get to our Power 5, a couple uh, on the text line, you can text the show, 30933. You can watch the show via Periscope. By the way, we are broadcasting live on Periscope every day from Dove Valley. Uh, a couple people texting, and Trent, hey, Vic, if the Zyrtec isn't working, try Mucinex D. That stuff works like a charm. It's my annual bout with uh, allergies every time we come to Dove Valley. Yes. Uh, I've been doing this now for 22 years, and 22 years, about this time of year, I can't breathe. Yeah. And it has to be something in this group. It has to be, because you get in this tent and you turn into a different every person. Every single time. Pat on the text line says, Vic, amen on the sleeves. Can't stand them. Another guy, Mike, says, I'm a Cardinals fan. And I hate Azuna's yellow sleeve. Pretty sure he can get one in red. So why does he wear the neon? Is that that Latin flair that comes with playing in the MLB? What what is it with the neon? Why does that bother me? Why am I bothered? This is really an old man yelling at cloud. Why is his yellow sleeve bothering me today? Uh it's it's definitely a look at me, look at me, look at me kind of thing. I I think there should be some uniformity in the uniform, and it should have to match team colors. It's a distraction. They won't let a pitcher pitch with a neon glove. Why can you bat with the big neon sleeve? Mickey Mantle never needed that. My last observation from the game last night, as I pull him up on the Google later, Matt Carpenter, when he hit that one-two pitch off of uh, Oberg to tie the game, his face, punchable or not, Matt Carpenter's face and that pointy Robin Hood beard. Yeah. What's with the beard all Extremely punchable. But how, how punchable is that face? How Scott Oberg is that? He gets it to two outs, to two strikes. He's got a one-two count. Right, he's ahead in the count, and he can't finish the I deal. I get it, but I think it has a lot to do with Carpenter's face. It just stares at you, and you don't know what to do back. But the Look entire city of St. Louis is punchable. The Cardinals fans are punchable. They're an obnoxious I am, franchise. I am so with you on that entitlement by Cardinal fans. Mm-hmm. We're the Cardinals, and you're not. I get that feeling every time. They're like Duke basketball. Yes, exactly. They're, they're like Notre Dame football. Extremely you know what they are? They're Nebraska football. Because they tell you how they're the best fans the in baseball. The classiest fans in they, baseball. Through these gates walk the best fans in all of college football. Yeah, the fans who punched me in the arm when the Buffs were ahead and then all of a sudden tell me, hey, have a nice trip home when their team gets lucky how and wins. dare you show up with a pointy beard like that? It's time for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Well, yesterday's Power 5 question of the day was tremendous, fantastic. Uh, it was what? I can't remember now. The biggest scam going. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. We yeah. had a lot of people participating. Biggest scam. I mentioned college tuition prices, whatever. Uh, you can uh, participate in our Power 5 30933 is the text line. Today's Power 5. Uh, the deadline you always procrastinate in honor of the MLB trade deadline in six hours to be exact, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Later correct. today, the MLB trade deadline. But, you know, isn't it sort of just a ghost deadline? Because trades can still occur after the deadline. Yeah, in Major League Baseball, it's definitely a ghost deadline. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's a not weird much deal. of a hard deadline. All but right. it, it is looming out there. The Rockies have an opportunity in the next six hours to save Bud Black from himself. All right, so... First deadline, I always procrastinate, and I know all I have to do is look at your phones to tell you. Everyone places an alarm clock on their phone, correct? Yes. I think we all do that. Yes. So take a look at all the, all the alarms I have. If that doesn't tell you what I procrastinate, one after another, one after another, 550, 602, boom, boom, boom. So you have, you have another alarm go off? For you're, my, not, you're not a snooze button? Oh, guy? no, no, I just have random alarms going off because I know I'll just hit the snooze. 
I am not a snooze button guy. No, no I mean, I'm a going. big snooze button guy. Why? What? You just set it for what time you want to get up. Can't do it. No, you got to snooze. Got to snooze. The Those alarm. extra three minutes are the snoozing worst. Snoozing is not. clutch. Oh, yeah. it's, bad. It's, it's like bad sleep. Why? I know. You're not even sleeping. You're just sitting there. You know what you're doing in those extra th- You're saying, okay, I'm not sleeping. But, man, just sitting here thinking oh. about sleeping is like sleeping. That is the classic example of law of diminishing returns. Yeah. You're staying in bed and not even getting good sleep. It's like a sixth pizza pizza. You don't need it. All You've right. already had your joy. So what other deadlines do you willingly procrastinate and have no problem doing so? Now, there are some bills you have to pay. they got to be on time or you're going to get hit. But I have to admit, there are other bills are like, yeah, they give you a grace period. I'm good. I, I'll wait for them to send me. You know what? I, and I hate to admit this, but in this in this world of uh, of health reform and all that business, you always get those extra bills from the lab. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. yeah, $5 from the lab. Talk to me when it's 55 I'll just sit there and throw it in a pile. Yeah. Get at me when it's real. I'm not paying this five bucks right now. Anything that's a government deadline, just because you know it's going to be a pain in the neck, I delay. So if you get a new car and you got the temp tag, you're at, you're at the DMV like the last possible day to get the real tags. Driver's license, passport, any of those. Yeah. You, you have to wait till the 11th. Scott on, on the uh, text line says, hey, for me it's Christmas shopping every freaking year. And yep. He's right. It doesn't yep. matter. Nope. It doesn't matter. Christmas shopping. Christmas Eve, I'm at the mall going, I don't know what to get me. You talk about a, a deadline that I missed, and I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, but we both missed it. So my wife and I are hanging around on Sunday afternoon, and we just got back from breakfast, and I, I get into my Denver Post, and I'm like, huh, July 29th. She goes, you know what July 29th is? It's our anniversary. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. It was. We had no clue. Both of us looked at each other and go, huh. Happy anniversary. <laughs> All right. Back to the well, post. You're saved by the fact that she forgot, too. Had I been the one to forget, oh, it would have been God. the end of the world. What, but we both forgot. 22, 23, 23. 25? Okay, At 23, 23, you're like, ah, whatever. Yeah. It's just another number. Yeah, but that's simply one that you procrastinate. I always, when it comes to gift buying for Valentine's, I last second, every yeah. single time. I'm always at Walgreens with that gift card. No doubt. A lot of people were getting on the text line is the tax deadline, 30933. How do you, how do you miss oh, that, yeah, though? Yeah. You can't miss that. No, but I like doing my taxes earlier because then you get your coin back earlier. Oh, Rob's got a great one here. The deadline that those auto companies give you on your cars these days to get your oil changed or, yep. you know, something, yep. tire swap. They're throwing all these emergencies on your screen like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, stop driving right now. This thing's going to blow. Mm-hmm. And it turns out you just need transmission fluid. The little sticker up in the upper left corner yes. of your windshield, I'm like 5,000 miles over that number before I go get the oil No doubt. Change. Joe says, and Joe's like me, this has happened to me twice already this year, I'm waiting until I'm running on fumes before filling up the gas tank. I am with Joe. There, it is like my pet peeve in life, having to stop and get gas. I can't stand it. I don't know if it's because the handle makes your hand smell like gas. The whole process is just awful. Well, uh, you know, the Mustang, I got that sucker rolling in because I'm trying to sell it. My offer still stands. Yeah, well, I could, I could not get it started the other day, and I started the, I almost started the thing on fire because I, I couldn't get it started. Yeah. I figured it needs some starter fluid or whatever. What's that called? Starter fluid or brake fluid? I don't know. Whatever you spray in the carburetor. I was spraying. I was spraying something in the carburetor, and the entire thing started on fire. I couldn't get the car started. Turns out my brother comes out. Yeah, he had no gas in the tank. Idiot. Yeah. And so uh, sometimes it's the simple solution, Vic. Uh, so we're asking you deadlines. You consistently procrastinate. What are they? Uh, text us at three zero nine three three. That's three zero nine three three. We are live from Broncos headquarters, the UC Health Training Center. The Broncos are in pads today. The Broncos will hit today. We will learn a lot about certain positions on a day like this because they get it on. Up next.
ESPN's very own Jeff Legwald on the Vic Lombardi Show. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, this is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick Sportigan's Park to take on the LA Galaxy. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp Update, brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day 4 of Training Camp 2018 is underway down at Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. Uh, it was Marsh you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's, it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. It's it's a grind, you know, and that's 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 a major part of, of uh, being an NFL player. You know, some guys can't handle the grind. You know, so as as camp moves on and you put pads on more often and it gets physical and guys get sore, some guys make their move. You know, a guy with less ability may have the mental capacity to make it through the soreness and the tough days and makes his move. And a guy with talent who don't have that, he moves down the depth chart. So I, absolutely, I mean, it's going to change four or five times because of the grind and the pads being on. It's football. It's tough. Yeah, we may see uh, some moves today here at Dove Valley as the Broncos get the pads and use those pads to hit one another. Hitting day here at Bronco Training Camp. Altitude 950's training camp coverage brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Introducing the brand new Honda EU2200 portable generator equipped with the latest technology from Honda Power. Super quiet, fuel efficient, and safe for sensitive electronics. Perfect for tailgating, camping, and hanging out at Broncos Camp. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Before we get to Jeff Legwald, a couple of texts coming in versus uh, via our Power 5 question of the day, which was... The looming deadlines you always procrastinate and miss. What are they? Uh, a lot of people come up. I used to wait until my cable was turned off before I actually called and paid. The one, the one I procrastinate on every year because I always like to negotiate is this: the bill for the yes. paper. Yep. I got my yep. paper bill this year, and it was somewhere like four oh five. So I said, nah, I'll wait. They'll call me back. And they, I waited a month. They called me back. And finally, you get them on the phone line. Man, you can work wonders. Oh, yeah. They'll take anything. I mean, you pretty much say, here, I'll yeah. donate five bucks, yeah. whatever, whatever it takes. You, you, you can work that these days. It's not what it used to be. It's not a firm bill. Mine's uh, a license plate sticker. License plate? Uh, but, you can get arrested. Tool around but you can get arrested for that. Jeff. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's a serious one. Yeah, I'm a hard man. But There's you know no you have a grace period, right? It's like a one-month grace yeah, period. I don't know. That I just, just makes it worse. I just drive around and and 
one time actually it was I was like like the convenience store and the, the cop was there and he said you know your sticker's way overdue you might want to get that you uh, out and it's a five and it's yeah. like oh crap it's August yeah you got to read the, this text very quickly because I I jumped all over Scott Carpenter of the St Louis Cardinals for wearing that Robin Hood beard yes um, guy on the text line said he looks like somebody from The Fugitive um, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie but he, he's exactly right all right Jeff Legwald's here Jeff. How do you watch training camp practices? Because my biggest issue when I sit on these sidelines... Is your boredom? Um, I don't know what to watch. I, I, uh, that's an honest... Yeah. And, I, and I've been doing this for 30 years. Okay. And I still don't know how to watch practices where I can walk away and say, Oh, yeah, that guy's good. I don't know what I'm watching. Too many people watch the ball. Seriously, what, am I, ball. what, sh- what yeah. should I be watching? I watch the groupings. You know who they're playing with who. That's kind of where I'm, where I'm at. Cause so who's starting? How do you know they're not just shaking it up just to give somebody a shot? That's why you watch the groupings. You want to see the groupings they open the early drills with in practice are okay. usually the the ones. Okay. And then they start messing around as they go through practice because then, but the the initial groupings and then special teams. Uh, you know when you when the special teams coach says ones and twos. You look at those guys because then that's that's 45 through 53, eventually when they start making cutdowns. So always watch the groupings, and you know it's fun to watch the ball. It's fun to watch the guys chuck it around and run it, but you got to stay away from the ball sometimes to to see what they're really doing. So if there's a veteran player early in camp that's in the twos, threes, or four groupings, yeah, that's, that's always a sign. Menelik Watson would be a guy you're, who was a starter last year yeah. who now suddenly is. Pretty far down. Where? In Where the is groupings. he? How he's, far? He's in the two and three area, and that's uh, if you're going to be a swing guy, that's not really a, a good spot. So yesterday we we played a game because a, a player walked out of here and he didn't have his jersey on. Right. We were playing. Who the heck is this guy? Yeah, no, I, I try to do that every morning. I stand by the door as you got. I mean, you know, I stand way down by the door, and, especially the new guys yeah. you don't recognize. I test face. myself, and it turned out to be River Craycraft. He's always been first. He's the first guy out here. Yeah, every day this week. So now far. yesterday, speaking of ones and twos, he's out there running with the ones at yeah. some. Time. Now, receiver and back, they've had everybody go. Okay, so should ones. we not read into that? Because all we heard oh, all no. offseason was how great you know Cortland Sutton was and these yeah. draft picks and no, well, they've River all Craycraft that's running with the ones. Running back and receiver, they've run everybody through with the ones, and I, I think that is to see each guy in the best situation possible. Because sometimes when you're evaluating a guy and you keep him with the twos and the threes, you're yeah. not getting the yeah. best look at him you could. So sometimes. Uh, if they have a crowded position and running back and wide receiver are crowded, they're going to throw them in there with the ones. Especially back, they've they've rotated all five guys have gotten at least the some plays with the ones. But when they open those drills, it's the real ones is is essentially. Okay, now confu- now you've confused me. Well, now, I, I, I do that a lot. Yeah. We, you know, we've spent a lot of time confusing. I you still over. don't know how to watch practice because you just told me watch the groupings, you but it doesn't matter way. on offense. You face the other way. It's, Bottom line, first problem. How much of this really practice. matters until they play a game? It matters now because there's they score every day. Okay, they keep score every day as far as how many mistakes did you make? Do you know your assignments? And yesterday was a tougher day for the young guys because they had piled some stuff on in the morning, and then they came out here, and some of those guys had a little harder time. So as they add more and more each day that they have to do, 
then you start seeing the the stuff that they they keep score on. Kind of a theme so far through training camp has been how different it is this year, right? It's all oh, practice is more intense, way, yeah. and you know we're we're doing it. We have a different approach, and you always hear that when it's a new regime. Right. It's odd to me though that that's that's the theme down here. It's the same head coach. Yeah. So a uh, uh, part of me just wants to new. go. Part of me just wants to call Balderdash on it and say, "Come on, this is just a bunch of nonsense." It looks like the same stuff to me as they were doing yeah. last year. I, I would and, always say divide by two. And then part any, of me any training camp the, optimism or pessimism divide by two. Aren't they just admitting then that last year they had no idea what they were doing? Which that does, that's not very encouraging anyway either. Yeah. I mean, like either way, it's either total nonsense, right? Which worries me. Or it just means, well, last year we were winging it and we didn't get it right. But trust us, this year we've got it figured out. I think uh, that's worrisome. I think when you have seven new assistants, I think that's what they're talking about. You know that they like these the guys they hire. Really though, we're blaming it on the running backs coach. I, I, I find know. that hard. And the to wide receivers it, coach. It, it, it always telling you. It always bothers me when a team has a rough year and on the way out, uh, blame is assessed on assistant coaches. Yeah. Because somebody That's the easiest. It's of course you, you it can't, is. You can't fire you can't fire the star players and in this case they had made the decision they were gonna keep the other people in place, so that only leaves the assistants. Here's the other question that that I think is being hasn't been asked. The fail, fail, failure to ask it. Last year during training camp, all we heard from everybody was Trevor Simeon's the best quarterback. Trevor Simeon's the best yeah. quarterback. Then why didn't they get rid of everybody other than Trevor and keep him as the backup? That's a great question. I have asked it, actually. Okay. Well, what was the you answer? You don't really get a good answer. Because the one that bugs me, and I don't care who the quarterback is. Now, you know, you guys know, I think eventually Trevor's going to be a nice player. I don't know what that'll be, but I think he's got the best quarterback coach in the league right now coaching him, and that, that guy chose him. So, okay. My problem was, is okay, Trevor's not a leader. Well, you, you didn't tell him he was the starter. No, I agree. With you. Does, that was a big a, mistake going into guy, last year. How does a guy go in the locker room and sort of point It's impossible. People? It's you impossible. Wa- you watch how Keenum's doing things. He has the advantage of he's been told. He's, he's wearing he, the badge. Here's yeah. here's yeah, and they, they, so those two things. What you're saying is troublesome to me, and and the fact that they kept saying, well, he wasn't a leader. Well, none of those guys could be because you you did, you sort of didn't give them the. So last year the they emasculated the their head coach and their starting quarterback. Other basically, than that. other than that, they had a great, great game plan heading into the season. Here's the thing, I, and I, I guess I should just stop beating the drum. But Trevor Simeon was never the better quarterback. He was the safer option, and they went with well, the safer option. He played better. Now, ability-wise, was he better? Yeah. No, out here it was clear that, and that's how you, you got to decide how you're going to make the decision. You're going to make it on potential, and wait and see. Or you're just going to make it on, and I think a new staff is always going to pick the who played better option when we looked at it, and I think that's the reason they made the choice, you know. And and but I've seen that before. I mean, the first year I covered, the second year I covered the Steelers was Bill Cowher's first year, and they had Neil O'Donnell and Bubby Brister. Bubby was the better athlete with the bigger arm, but he but Cowher picked. O'Donnell because he played better sort of in practice and it was his first year as a head coach. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just it, it floors me that more people aren't upset that the guy that was supposedly the better player was shipped out and they kept the lesser player. Right. Like that should, that should have you, people screaming from the mountaintops if it's true I said but it's not. Nate and Ryan's show yesterday, 
those other two better play better. Or there's going to be a 30-year-old in here by mid-August. By the way, we have a new uh, terminology for the show. It's no longer Nate and Ryan show. It's a K and H show. All right, I got it. Yeah, I'll I'll get on that. I don't. If, that would be a, a change for John Owen. He's it he's never had a veteran backup. I got him on record though the other day. I don't know if you guys. I got him on record saying I don't read your stuff. He will. Uh, that's okay. You don't watch practice either. Uh, uh, he said, "If if I don't see what I want to, I will bring in a veteran quarterback." So that means he saw what he wanted to in years past from Brock Osweiler, yeah, no just... experience at all backing up Peyton Manning, and from Paxton Lynch, no experience at all or, backing or, up or, wait, Trevor Simeon. Or, or could mean I've changed my ways. Okay, I, I'm no maybe, longer Peyton. Maybe it could, it could mean so that he's admitting he made a mistake. It could or, be, yeah, it's his or way. Peyton, Peyton makes you feel safe because he played every game of his. I mean, until he got hurt here. The only games he had ever missed was because of the neck. Let me give you a little psychology 101. John's not the kind of guy who's going to sit openly in front of the media and say, I made this mistake. He's going to tell you in certain ways. Okay, He's not going to okay. sit here and tell James, yeah, I screwed that one up. That's not his style. He's a he's a competitor. I, I, just, gotta, I, I was, read between I mean, the I, lines. I walked down and asked him yeah. straight up. Would you consider doing it? And it, I was a little surprised. He said, we got yeah, some news. What, what did you think of his his comments about Akeem Talib's comments? I thought I thought <laughs> it was on, a little defensive. That. We're going to get to that. Well, we're on the yeah. break right now. I want to get your thoughts because you're exactly right. He, well, we have to hit a break. I guess we're on the fast break. Yeah, you got to get paid somehow. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude nine fifty. <laughs> Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Do not spoil my hot take. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. Our new swing set is really being enjoyed. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy, and within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Underground utility lines such as water, electric, natural gas, and cable TV are everywhere. Having them marked before you dig can prevent injuries or potential fines. Make it really easy. Download the free 811 app. The app allows you to enter your address, select the work you'll be doing, and submit your locate request in one quick and easy step. Click or call 811 before you dig and visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Getting out of debt can seem impossible, but it doesn't have to be that way. Mark Mosier here with Gabby Maldonado from American Financing. Now, Gabby, explain to me how a low-rate mortgage can help you get out of debt faster. By having high balances on credit cards or student loans, you're getting hit with double-digit interest fees that can deplete your savings. Manage debt smarter by consolidating it into a lower-rate home loan. You can save up to $1,000 a month and you'll pay less in overall interest. You may even be able to improve your credit score. You know, that makes so much sense. A mortgage rate that's 5% or less versus a credit card that's as high as 24%. Why wouldn't you move that debt into your home loan? Guys, it's time for you to stop wasting money on interest fees and start saving up to $1,000 a month. Call now and you can close in as fast as 10 days. 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000 and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. Or go to AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most. 
when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Ranch and Home in Fort Collins and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brannon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brannon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brannon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brannon team. Apply today at Brannon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Looking for the ultimate guys weekend? Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever weekend getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Moser, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid has got to break away and shoots and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center! Altitude 950 traffic update. Very usual delays on the highways right now. Eastbound C470 jamming Wadsworth to Platte Canyon. Southbound I-25 slowing Broadway to Hamden. Traffic is brought to you by Sprint. There is an accident eastbound Hamden near Sheridan and a four-car accident clearing on southbound Vasquez just north of I-70. Get the new Unlimited Plus from Sprint. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Switch today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Opens up a lot. All I can say is, you remember Julius Thomas when we was here? Jake Buck can do the same thing, and he blocked. I saw I was watching him today. He blocked the man from the 10 yard line all the way to the end zone. And that's like, that gave me chills to even talk about it. So it's just a sight for the team because who you going to double? Right. If you got the time and you got Case, he going to drop it in there, and then you got guys running open all day. I saw that pass over there in the end zone yeah. to you on the left corner end zone. Perfect, Perfect. pass. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So, you know, we're, we're excited about it. But we still got work to do. We're just going to keep working and, you know, we're going to work out, work our butts off and see what happens. Hey, everybody's open in training camp. That's, I always say nothing grows in the summer like optimism. Everybody's open this time of year. We yeah. get it. It's how it works. Uh, welcome three. back to... <laughs> Divide by two. I'm giving you my advice for Altitude training camp. Divide by two. Training camp coverage brought to you by the Urology Center of Colorado. Com- comprehensive, compassionate care all at one location. Go to... Uh, TUCC.com so, for more information. Jake Butt is Julius Thomas. Uh, Case Keenum is some sort of a combination between Peyton Manning and Brett Favre. So we should expect the 2013 Broncos offense this year because it's basically well, intact. All right. It's here. Listen, I'm, I'm somewhere in between. You're going to kill these guys. I'm going to say there's no way, there's no way on earth the Broncos offense is not better than it was a year ago. It's going to be better. 
by default, it's going to be better. Why? It cannot be worse because than what we they saw have a, year a ago. competent quarterback. It's going I agree. to be better. But I sat out here for three weeks uh, last year saying they didn't, they weren't playing the competent quarterback, and everybody told me I was nuts. Now they're going to be better by default because that guy's not here. Of course, they shipped him off, and he was supposedly better. Like, how come people don't add this stuff up? Am I the only one that took math? It's going to be better because they're better at almost every position. Almost. The offensive line, really? by and large, is better. Is, is a better offensive line than it was a year ago. It's better. How so? Garrett Bowles all of a sudden is way better? Just by experience alone, I think they're better. I think they have certain positions fortified. Now, do I think that talent-wise they're better? I don't know, but experience-wise I think they're better. Ah. The quarterback position is better based on experience. Okay, you think they're better at tight end? I don't know about that position. Were they that good a year ago? No. Was no. Virgil Green the answer? No, but at least we, have, we know nothing push. about these guys. I think and it's a push. Do you think they're better at running back? I think it's a push. You're the, you were a big CJ guy. Loved CJ. I mean, it's a big batch of nothing and unproven at running yeah. back and tight end. And then at, at behind DT and Emmanuel at receiver, it's a big bunch of question marks. And then at quarterback, we got a guy who's had one good season well, in seven years, but all of a sudden it's the 2013 Broncos well, then I'll say reincarnated. This. If you are of the belief that the Broncos' offense is exactly what it was a year ago, this team's going to go four and twelve. If that's what you believe. Well, six and ten was my pick. Jeff, is this is this offense better? Uh, I think it can be. Yeah. I guess that's how I would phrase it. When you're playing this many rookies, and you're going to play a lot of rookies. You don't, you don't really know. We also heard last year how great Mike McCoy was. You know, bringing him in here, and he's got yeah. this offense, and he's well, going to be great. He's going to be great with Trevor Simeon, and then he became scapegoat number one when he got fired mid-season, and now it's the great Billy Moose offense. What is the Billy Moose offense? What, what are we going to see? It's a lot like Gary's offense. Okay, so why is there this man behind the curtain that is doing everything? He's basically the head coach. He's basically the GM. He's basically the offensive coordinator. Everything apparently in this well, building is done by Gary Kubiak. I I, I Does he argue, make the coffee too? Yeah, no, it's good coffee too. It's I mean, the best grief. coffee they've had since 2013. It's 2013 <laughs> coffee, Jay. You know what's interesting about Gary Kubiak? I, I've uh, I've asked to interview him a couple times just to get his yeah, that ain't clarity. And uh, boy, you talk about off limits. I would say the most off limits person. Residing in Dove Valley is none other than Gary Kubiak. By more his, so, by his more own, so, by his own choice. Exactly. He's not talking. He ain't gonna give you anything. He wants a job without dealing with us at all. I get it, and I don't disagree with you, Jeff. That that's what the offense is gonna yeah. be. Well, but, I should say so, Mike's. It's kind of Mike, Gary, and it, it shouldn't shock people because John Elway's best days in terms of winning were in that offense. Okay, and, so if, it, if but if it was Norm Van Brocklin, are we going to run the yeah, old Rams no, offense? Like, I, at I some suggested point, it's the not, beer. They wouldn't go for that. At but. some point, it's not 1998, all right? right? No. Well, it's it's you know it's kind of the version they they built for Peyton, yeah. which is kind of the you know there's some drop back in there. The version some, that won him a Super Bowl. Well, yeah, but but that, that was a bad fit. All right, that yeah. that season, the only time that offense looked good. The only time it looked good is when they were behind and said, oh, hell with no, it. Go run your offense, no Peyton. Go run no your huddle. offense because we're down seven with two minutes to play at uh, Kansas yeah, City on a Thursday night. It's too simplistic for me to say, Gary. I mean, it's it's there's plenty of three wide that we've seen already. There's even some four wide. They've got, you know, a lot of shotgun components. It's it's an offense that fits. Uh, you guys, I mean, no, last year my argument always was, you can't play, I don't care how smart you are, you can't play a playbook your players can't handle or or do. 
that's that's not coaching, and that's exactly what they did on you, offense you, what from day one. You can't bring a Harvard lesson plan to UNLV. Or you can't if your players don't fit. Harsh. Your, well, it's the truth. No, I'm, I mean, they, the players didn't fit what they wanted to run. I mean, that's part of coaching is doing what your guys can do. No doubt, no doubt. And I don't want it to keep coming back to Paxton. But do you think... Well, you're the one who brings it back to the quarterback every time. Do you think, though, at any point in his tenure here, they've put him out there on the field in a preseason game or even in the regular season games he's played Yes. and run an offense tailored to his skill set? San Francisco preseason game one year ago. No, they did not. They didn't run him in shotgun once. I I yelled and and screamed about it the Monday after that game because I'm like, what are they doing? What I would say is, and this is true of every player, not just the quarterbacks, but, and you may not, nobody, people may not like it, but here's the truth. You earn their trust Monday through Saturday. They are not going to throw you out there on Sunday with this you're a gamer type thing. And he has not done enough through the week to get that privilege. And to me, that's on him. It's on the coaches. It's on everybody. But it's Agreed. true as true can be. Agreed. But when Tony Romo went down right. in Dallas, they didn't just throw Dak Prescott out there and say, run exactly what Tony was running. They put in some stuff that was tailored for him. Right. They, uh, he's a he, rookie. He, they had to dumb down the offense. That didn't happen here. That's just it, that's in, unconscionable to me. Well, they, they did do stuff, some stuff that is tailored to him, and, and it's been in the the scheme. So why hasn't it appeared more when he's played? You know, I don't know. I need to get off this this Paxton train because it's gonna we're gonna ride it for but an they, entire year. But those two guys, I'm telling you, those two guys better play better, or they're gonna watch uh, a thirty something come. Some in veteran there. that's gonna come in and take that role. Because right now, yeah. right now, I don't think they look ready well, to be the backer. You, you said it. You had a discussion with John Elway, and he said he's he's inclined. If he doesn't see what he needs to see, he'll go the veteran backup. Now let's go back to the question that Manchester brought up before the break. The comments that Aqib Tlaib made right. uh, when he went to L.A. and he was asked about his departure from Denver and uh, sort of took a shot at John Elway saying they, they don't have enough dogs there. They got rid of all the dogs. The words he used, they fired all the dogs. Right. And you asked what? You said did, uh, did uh, it, John John's response personally? to it was a little defensive to me. And it was basically, and I'm paraphrasing, I don't know what dogs are, but when he's the GM, he can keep all the dogs. Right. Didn't really answer the question either. Because I look at it, and if you go back and look at that defense that won them a Super Bowl, they had a little bit of nasty. And there were three guys on it that I thought sort of brought the nasty. Malik, Malik who would get a 15-yard penalty every week, but you kind of needed that. Danny Trevathan Mm -hmm. and Aqib Tlaib. All of them are gone. Was John a little defensive about it, or what did you think of his answer? Well, I don't think he ever likes guys poking at him. But And what happens here is when you're here, it's hard to poke at Elway if you're a player. He's the boss. Because, you know, I've been in locker rooms my entire adult life, and the one thing players usually come back to with the GM is he doesn't know our life. Yeah. He doesn't know what it's like to play. He doesn't know what it's like to be in a huddle. He doesn't. Well, you can't say that here. Yeah, for you sure. Can't. You can't, know, no matter what kind of player you are, because the guy's in the Hall of Fame and, and you know, he's did a lot of stuff things on the field nobody else did so you can't say that here so sometimes when guys leave then they sort of feel emboldened to sort of say what they were thinking when they were here but i think that was an issue last year you know the broncos were right on tj ward the players don't want to admit it but they were right you know he didn't play 
hardly at all after they let him go. His career's probably done. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That, that's a fourth guy that I failed to mention yeah. that was a dog. But that's the one. That's what this comes back to. That's what Akiba's talking about. That's what sure. when other guys say the subtle thing. They're not talking about Malik. They're not talking about Danny. They're not talking about any of those guys. They are talking about TJ. Yeah, but, but last year, uh, T.J. Ward was a guy, when they're getting blown out by the Chiefs at home, that he tracks down a guy and gets a penalty because right. he tackles him by a face mask. Now, do you want that? Maybe, maybe not, but at least I want to have a guy that's uh, that's, that's going to be out there and not say, I'm just not going to get kicked in the teeth and take it. Last year, they go to Philadelphia. They just sat there and, and, and took it while they got a 50-burger hung on. Uh, speaking of dogs, let me ask you a question, a narrative that's going around camp. Garrett Bowles gets carted off the field yesterday. Looked like concussion issues. He went through concussion protocol. Felt nauseous and all that. He's going to practice today. Right. But he practiced. He came. He was yeah. in a walkthrough. Well, some yeah, might look night. at that and say, "What? What is going on here? Is it? They're not going to take any risks with well, a concussion now. But, but a guy being just handing out five hundred million dollars totally settlements. But his demeanor getting carted off. A lot of people say, "Well, God, this guy's soft." I guess my reaction is, "Who are we to judge someone's pain tolerance? Yeah, I mean, just, who are we to say just what hit, you hit feel? each other in the chin and see how it goes?" I guess. I, I agree know. with that. But if Paxton Lynch was carted off two oh different times, oh lord! Dead. I mean, we would have never heard the end of it. Well, he carted off twice and right, fine six minutes later. Quick trivia question came to mind. Uh, two That's guys, how I roll two when guys I get who cover the Broncos. You worked for the Broncos. You've covered them for years. The shortest name, first and last, in Broncos history. Oh my! Should shortest name in Broncos. This name just came to mind. What is it? I don't know. Don't give him the answer, HW. Oh, yeah. I'm not asking for the answer from you off camera I'm, here. I'm going to go with uh, Dre Bly. Yeah, thank you. Dre Bly, H-W. That's six letters. Appreciate yeah. that. Yep. We had a great game going, and HW had to ruin <laughs> it. I had to think You got it. the Vic Lombardi I'd show. Have. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, Policy. you're no longer necessary, HW. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Check out the 5th Annual Hops in the Hangar Beer Festival, Saturday, August 11th at Wings Over the Rockies Air and Space Museum. Learn more at wingsmuseum.org slash hops. This week's staycation is the Boulder County Fair, August 3rd through the 12th. Don't miss the Firefighter Combat Challenge, Rodeos, Craft Distillery Festival, Truck and Tractor Pull, Bull Riding, Extreme Jousting, and much more. Tickets at bouldercountyfair.org. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day 4 of Training Camp 2018 is underway down at Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. Uh, it was Marsh you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. You still driving trucks for a living? Yeah, but I'm never home, and it's getting old with me and my family. How long are you gone? At least two to three weeks at a time. Huh. You know, my brother drives for Safeway, and they're looking for a few drivers. How's he like it? Well, he really seems to be happier than he was at his last driving job. Do you happen to know what their requirements are or what they pay? Well, I know that you're over 21 and have a Class A CDL. Yes, sir. And I bet you have at least two years of all-season and mountain driving experience. That I do. My brother doesn't do long hauls, and he's back home at the end of his shift. 
He says he's going to retire working for Safeway. Sounds great. He also told me the new starting pay is $25.94 an hour, with a potential bonus of up to $12,500. Plus, they offer a great benefits package. Wow. Can we call your brother so I can apply? No need. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com and fill out the application. Hang on. I'm pulling up their website on my phone. Did you say SafewayDenverDC.com? Yep, that's it. Thanks, man. My family will be so happy if I get this job. If you thought all sports bars were the same, well, then you haven't been to the neighborhood Hilltop Tap House in Parker. The Hilltop is the only bar in Parker with the Pac-12 network on dozens of TVs, so no matter where you sit, you can catch all the action. And on Sundays, the Tap House has all the pro games. Yeah, enjoy a pregame breakfast with their incredible Ultimate Bloody Mary bar. Ghost peppers and bacon, anyone? The Hilltop in Parker. Off of Parker Road in Hilltop, if the lot's full in the front, you can always park in the back. But come park it for football all season long at the Hilltop in Parker. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. The Army National National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our communities secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life and in every corner of America, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. The Army National Guard reacts to domestic operations in each of America's 54 states and territories, including Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, and the District of Columbia. Each state National Guard's unique domestic role is to act as the first line of defense in support of civil authorities in their state. The Guard's emergency responses include search and rescue missions for floods, combating wildfires, hurricane and tornado recovery, and the presidential inauguration. The Army National Guard. We are always ready. We are always there. And in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. What's reported is a rollover accident is coming in now northbound 225 near 6th Avenue. Traffic is stopping back to Mississippi. This traffic report is brought to you by CC's with new Italian-style flatbread, salad, and dessert. That accident causing slowing on southbound 225 approaching 6th Avenue. And southbound is heavy and slow Parker Road down to I-25. Why settle for a tiny value meal when you can have endless value on CC's buffet? Like meat eaters, stuffed crust, and new Italian flatbreads, the buffet is a better way. CC's for a limited time. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Altitude 950's training camp coverage brought to you by Honda Power Equipment, introducing the brand new Honda EU2200 portable generator equipped with the latest technology, super quiet, fuel efficient. Perfect for tailgating. Let me tell you how stupid we are. Yes. We are stupid upon stupid upon stupid. We have several layers of stupid on this show. Okay. And we pride ourselves on our stupidity at times. I've called you stupid. I've called several myself times. stupid. We're dumb. We're dumb people. Yes. In the previous segment with Jeff Legwald, our ESPN uh, insider for Broncos and NFL, I asked a random trivia, trivia question that came to mind. I said the shortest name in Broncos history. You guys couldn't think of it. H.W. pipes in from the sideline, 
Dre Bly. Which I sounds said, like a good option. I said, good one. You're right. Well, we're not right. No, we're wrong. No. Six letters was not the shortest. The shortest name in Broncos history belongs not to Dre Bly, but to Ty Law. Five total letters. A fellow corner. That is pretty hard to beat. Yes, it is. Now, if you were doing it the right way and you didn't go by nicknames, and yes. if you went by their full names, I don't know what the answer would be. Because Ty Law's real name is Taewon Law. It's okay. not Ty. Dre Bly's real name is not Dre. It's Donald Andre Bly. Okay. So if you went with real names, who knows? What about a guy like A.J. Derby? How do you AJ, how do you count the age? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you go. But you count Shane just, Ray, I count the period. I'm, I'm providing evidence as to why we're dumb. The correct answer is Ty Law, and we got it wrong. We're stupid. Yeah. Now, now we get to the list of all lists. We've been doing this all summer long. Every Tuesday and Thursday, a top ten list of random items. Today's list centers on what? It is the top ten ways to win a sporting event. Roll it. The Vic Lombardi Show presents. Cause for dramatic effect. The list of all lists. Here's number ten. All right, guys. So you're down one pin in the tenth and final frame. It's not a sport. There are only two pins standing, and they're in the worst possible positions. Of the 1,022 spare leaves that are out there, it's the most dire, with only a 0.7% success rate amongst professional bowlers. It's picking up a 7-10 split. So, I know nothing about bowling. Yes. A 7-10 split are those two pins on opposite sides, and how do Correct. you, how do you pick that up exactly? Well, you, most likely what you need to do is you need to hit one of the pins on the inside, send it straight out so it bounces straight back across and picks up the other one. Great. So we're A 7-10 split. So here's how rare it is. Professional bowlers, PBA bowlers, pick up a 7-10 split as often as NFL kickers miss an extra point. Wow. Back at the old distance, not the new distance, the old distance. That's how hard it is. So you're in a tournament, you're in the 10th frame, you pick up a 7-10 flint, you are walking on clouds. So this list starts with a non-sport. Next. Here's number nine. For hours, they've been driving in circles, making one left turn after another as they jockey for position. Then the white flag flies, letting everyone know that it's now or never in terms of making a move. Fake low, go high, and capture the checkered flag. It's a last lap pass last lap pass in yes. nascar or any yes open wheel whatever it is correct last lap pass you're drafting you make your you make your fake then you make your move you get them right before the checkered flag what if that happens in like a go-kart race does that's that count too that's count. count. You're, you're walking on clouds again there the, you o- go. the only issues i have with the last lap pass is this day of restrictor plates and everybody's got the same car correct how does somebody have a better... I've never understood that. Oh, they had a better car. How do you have a better car if all the engines are regulated? How do you have a better car? Maybe you don't have a better car. Maybe you're a better driver. How are you a better driver? You're just pushing the gas. No, no, no. you got to pick the right oh. line. you got to draft correctly. you got to make your move at the right moment. I will There's go a lot that goes into the it. The last lap pass on your top ten list of best ways to win a game or a sporting event. Next. Here's number eight. After 120 minutes of action on the pitch, the game is still deadlocked. So it comes down to one-on-one battle between players and goalies. With each round, especially after a save or two, the pressure mounts, and eventually it comes down to one shot from point-blank range to win the game. It's penalty kicks. See, I disagree wholeheartedly. For most soccer elitists, 
the penalty kicks the scourge of the sport. You don't want to see a result in some random exhibition. Okay. You want to see a result on the field. What's the most famous moment in the history of I U.S. Get it. soccer? Brandy Chastain yes. taking off her shirt yes. and then getting a nice sculpture done of her that looks like somebody from uh, Richie the, Cunningham. It looks I like some it. dude. Yes. But it wasn't the taking off the shirt. It was the fact that it was a penalty kick to win the World Cup. Mano y mano. Womano y womano. Next. Here's number seven. With 71 holes in the rearview mirror played across four days against the best players in the world, a birdie on number 18 will force a playoff and keep championship hopes alive. But then the unthinkable happens as skill meets good fortune and an unlikely likely victory occurs. You chip it in on the 18th for Eagle. So it's not only winning on the 18th, it's a chip in on yes. the 18th. You had no shot of so winning me, it. Give me an example. I mean, do we have examples of a chip in on 18? Who's the guy? Got him blanking Who's on his name. Who's the guy? Who's that no, no, dude? No. no, no, he won the Masters with the chip in on the 18th. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know. Well, I'm, I'm thinking Bob this, Tway, this, but it wasn't Bob Tway. It was it's somebody, somebody like it, that. It's somebody in the late 70s or early 80s. Yes. Yes, I know exactly. I That's the best it. way to win uh, it. I could totally see that. play. Uh, man, somebody with some golf history, please text the show. Next. Here's number six. They bob and weave looking for a chance to strike. Then like a bolt of lightning, it punches thrown. It connects perfectly, sending one man falling to the canvas and the other to a neutral corner. Ten seconds later, it's over. On that night, at that moment, one fighter was the better man. It's a knockout. All right, so what is this, a Rocky Balboa? You go into a ring, and it's you and me fighting, and I win by knocking you out? That would be about as good a feeling as you're going to have, and it's only number six on this list. Maybe that's why we were all fans of Rocky, because it did not end with that Cinderella knockout. It ended with a loss the first one did. Maybe that's why we love that show, so that movie so much. But why was everybody such a fan of Mike Tyson? Because he would go in and just physically dominate his opponent. Heck, half the time he just scared him off of his feet. A knockout. I mean, talk about just going in and kicking somebody's you-know-what. That's about as good as it gets. There's something about standing over the dude when the right. fight's over, too, that it's is It's the famous gratifying. Muhammad Ali oh, yeah. photo. Give me the greatest knockout, then finish of all time, in your eyes. What would it oh, be? Oh, boy. I, you know what? I, I don't know that there was one as exciting as Tyson beating Michael Spinks. That height, that, that, the height yeah, leading into like that. in the second round. It was like 30 seconds into the fight. Oh, was it that early? It was phenomenal. See, I'm trying to think of something that was crazy knockout. Obviously, Mike Tyson's first loss. He lost by knockout. Yep, when Buster Douglas knocked it, it, him out. It happened uh, in That Asia. was shocking. That, that, wasn't that in Japan or Tokyo. something? Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. It was in Tokyo. And that's a crazy knockout win. Next. Here's number five. For three hours, players have toiled in the trenches, battling for supremacy on the scoreboard. Now in the waning moments, it all comes down to the smallest guy on the roster. If he splits the uprights, a week's worth of work results in victory. If he misses, it's a long seven days ahead for everyone. It's a field goal at the gun. Greatest game-winning field goal ever. Boy, Matt Prater had some dandies. Did he? How about the 59-yarder or whatever he had to beat the Bears in one of those Tebow games? That was pretty darn good. Well, the greatest field goal miss ever was uh, the Scott Bills. Norwood. Exactly. The Bills. How about Rich Carlos winning? That the, they don't win the drive if he doesn't make the field goal and, in overtime. And, and, and some some still argue that he missed that field goal. In Cleveland, if that's you look still at their it argument. right over the upright, uh, perhaps instant replay, I wonder if they would have changed that. But think about that. You, you battle for the entire game, and it's all these big guys in the trenches, and then it does come down to the soccer player. One misnomer, you said he's the smallest guy in the field. The Broncos kicker is not the smallest guy in the field. Who's smaller? Oh, my God. I, McKenzie can fit inside Brandon McManus's back pocket. Okay, okay. 
rare. He's the he's in the amongst the two or three smallest right. guys on the roster. Let me let me go to the roster right now. You mean to tell me you think Brandon McManus is among the smallest? He's a big guy. I've told you already. He's probably the he's probably the Broncos' best all around athlete. I'm not saying he's not a great athlete, but he's not. He, he, six let, three, let me stand next to Garrett Bowles and Derek Wolf. Six three two zero oh, one. Okay, but I'll take your point. Next, right. here's number four. The clock is ticking down. Both teams get more and more frantic with every passing second. The offense swings a pass to an open shooter who launches the ball toward the hoop. For a moment, time stands still as everyone watches with bated breath to see if the shot goes in. It's a buzzer beater in basketball. You know, this year. We saw two of the greatest of all time. They happened to happen in the women's tournament. That Notre Dame yeah. girl who hit back two, to back games. two buzzer beaters in the final four back to back. What perhaps the greatest buzzer beater run in the history of college basketball. What was the most exciting moment of the Nugget season? Gary Harris with Vic courtside. Against Oklahoma City. How about three years ago, Villanova winning at the buzzer? Right. You can't beat it. How about if, uh, if Butler had, if, if Gordon Hayward had made the shot? That would be the greatest shot in the history of, of, of college basketball. The buzzer beater is hard to beat. Christian Leitner. But there are three. The topic. Let's go. Here's number three. Hope is all but lost. The chances of winning aren't zero, but it certainly feels like it. Trailing on the scoreboard with only enough time for one more play, it's desperation time. The quarterback heaves a pass toward a mass of players gathered in the end zone, hoping for a miracle. It's the Hail Mary. The Fail Mary is also up there. Remember, remember the Fail Mary that we saw in Seattle where the uh, replacement refs yep. called it a touchdown yep. when it wasn't? Yep. But... <laughs> But I mean, it is just a—it's a total luck right. play. Think about the miracle at Michigan, yeah. right? Like you, you, the Buffs fans, everybody on the team. Tip the game throw. is lost; yeah. it's over, and you go from the the jaws of defeat to the you know to victory. It it it, it, it doesn't get any better than and that. As much as I'd like to call the miracle in Michigan the greatest hail mary ever, it's not. One preceded that that really made made way for the miracle in Michigan. It was the Doug Flutie pass to beat Miami in the Orange Bowl. Flutie's was good. That the miracle was the, in Michigan is the, the look how far Cordell threw it. I get, it, threw I get the it. Ball. But when you think hail mary, the first thing that comes to mind is Doug Flutie at Miami. That's in my mind. No, it's the first in my thing mind, it's, it's Cordell in Stewart, and then you think Aaron Rodgers in Detroit. I mean that where he the, almost hit the ceiling. The ball that Aaron Rodgers threw in Detroit a couple of years ago yeah. was insane. Next, here's number two. With the game tied at end of regulation, both teams skate in the ultimate example of a sudden death scenario. At any moment, the game could end. One bad pass, one tip puck, one funny bounce, a breakaway, a one timer, or a wrister. No one knows how it will end or win, and that's what makes it so great. It's a goal in overtime. An NHL overtime playoffs. goal to win it, of course, in Colorado, Uwe Krupp mm-hmm. to win it. That game went on yes. and on and yes. on, and then suddenly it's over. And it's end, and you're hoisting the Stanley Cup. Correct. I do not disagree. Finally, here's number one. The tension of the one-on-one battle between pitcher and hitter is immense. The game is on the line with both players trying to win the duel. In the blink of an eye, it comes to an end as a 90-mile-an-hour fastball is sent in the opposite direction. Soaring through the sky and over the fence, it's a walk-off home run. Wow, the adjectives and verbs you're using for this list are phenomenal. (laughs) (laughs) Greatest walk-off home run ever, Joe Carter. Uh, That's pretty good. Wins the World Series. Yeah, I mean, it's never happened before. No, Bill Mazeroski's is better. 
Yeah, but that won the World Series. Yeah, Mazeroski, but Mazeroski, I thought, just won a game. Did it win the entire World Carter Series? Carter won no, the World won Series. The, it, won the, it won the Pirates the, the World Series. Did it win the World yeah, Series? Yeah, or yeah like, so. a, what, like 60 years ago? Well, and then was, who's the one that they hit off Ralph Branca? The Giants win the pennant. The yeah. Giants, that's another great one. Yeah, we remember Joe Carter, though, as like Joe Carter. Well, no, Joe Carter, it's, dude, that doesn't make the yeah, top Yeah, that doesn't. Man. Joe Carter doesn't come to Bill Mazeroski, that's the best walk-off yeah. of all time. What's the greatest Rockies walk-off home run of all time? It's your boy, Teflon uh, Todd. No. It's probably oh, it right. has to be Teflon. Yeah. Um, oh, it's God, Dante yes. yeah. in the first ever no, game at no, Coors Field. Don't be silly. Oh, Again, give me no, a break. Don't be stupid. Nobody, nobody stupid. thought at the time that that was a big moment. They played in the World you're, Series you're because yeah. of it. In, oh, you're nuts. Gosh, you're drunk. In hindsight, you're four high. weeks later, it was like, oh, that was a big play. It was like DJ's home run. You didn't know it at the ever. time. Yeah. What's the name of that guy that pitcher the uh, Takashi Saito? Yeah, Saito. The greatest walk-off home run nobody ever. Nobody could touch Saito. That no one. Remember, nobody touched him. For let alone hit him. It was touched him. It was Roy Hobbs to give the Knights the win over Pittsburgh. Roy Hobbs, the best walk-off home run of all time. Uh, on the text line, some of the uh, grievances and uh, corrections. Joe Carter, according to the text line, the only man to hit a home run to win the World Series. Thank really? you. Yeah, Mazeroski apparently did not win the World Series. Also, uh, when talking about the guy who chipped it in to win the Masters, Larry Mize. That's it. Yeah, Larry Rob Mize. Larry Mize, same guy. So thank you. Ronda Rousey won at the uh, buzzer to win something. Uh, Marquez knocking out Pac-Man was a classic. Uh, Vinatieri against the Rams. Definitely the best game-winning kick. There you ever. go. Hey, good list. Thank you. Good list. Top ten. Up next, Marty O. Live from the UC Health Training Center. We're covering the Broncos. It's hitting day. They're going to hit today. It's go time in training camp, and the heat is on. Wake up. Let's go. The scrutiny is intense. How tired are you, man? That's the first play of practice. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh, yeah. Forgot him. The drama. We might forget to pay you, too. It's training camp. Brought to you by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. Hey, Colorado, are you looking for the best prices in town on appliances? Then get on over to our brand new clearance center now. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance, and we just opened the doors to our new clearance center showroom in Denver. Unbelievable prices on brands from Bosch, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Maytag, Genair, Electrolux, Samsung, and many more. And to celebrate our new showroom, we're offering additional savings of 10, 15, or 20% when you buy one or more appliances at our Denver or Louisville Clearance Center showrooms. We've got miss orders, closeouts, floor model displays, and demo units, all at crazy low prices. Plus, we're pulling hundreds of appliances out of our brand new good stock, but pricing it like scratch and dent pieces. Stop by our new Clearance Center showroom in Denver, located inside our warehouse, just north of 58th Avenue on I-25. For directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help, and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience 
helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear in Lafayette and enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. This news might shock you. Rogers Electric is now hiring. They're looking for service electricians and lighting technicians with competitive pay and a signing bonus. Join a 35-year-old company with 1,300 employees nationwide with a proven history of success. They're the largest self-performing electrical and lighting contractor in the U.S. Check their job openings at rogersservices.com. That's rogersservices.com. The power to get the job done. You're on your way to the store, then boom. You're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident on northbound I-225 near 6th Avenue has traffic stopping around Mississippi and also causing curiosity delay on southbound I-225. Working your way off I-70 down towards uh, 6th Avenue. Traffic is brought to you by Sprint. Northbound I-25 still jammed up as you work your way between I-225 to past Hamden. Southbound slow on I-25 Broadway to Colorado. Get the new Unlimited Plus from Sprint. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Switch today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. This ball is hit in the air to deep center field. Way back to Nolan. Get it. You bet. Under 10 seconds, Nolan Arenado changes the game in St. Louis yesterday. The Grand Salami makes it 4-0. Of course, it's a lead the Rockies could not hold as they lose on a walk-off by the guy with the uh, neon sleeve who goes uh, yard. And now the Rockies today, with the deadline looming like five hours from now, the trade deadline, will they make a move? A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors going around. We will get to some of those rumors Coming up momentarily, a couple things we want to get to before we bring Marty back on. Uh, some corrections and some comments on 
Manchester's list yes. of all lists. The topic of your list today was? Uh, the 10 greatest ways to win a sporting event. So uh, a couple of walk-off home runs of note that we touched on, uh, but just to clarify, the shot heard around the world was in 1951. It was Bobby Thompson who hit that off of Ralph, Ralph Franca, Franca. Yeah. to give the Giants the pennant over the Dodgers, so that did not win the World Series. But Bill Mazeroski in the 1960 World Series uh, gave the uh, Pirates the uh, the title by winning a uh, hitting a game winning home run in Game Seven off of Yankees pitcher Ralph Terry in the bottom of the ninth. So that was a World Series bottom of the so ninth. So Joe Carter was seven. not the first. No, it was a 1960 World Series. It was Maz. Okay, come on. Uh, comment coming uh, from Kyle Keith. Did James write that segment? That seems like something really good. Uh, I've never put that kind of effort into anything I've ever done in my life. So good job. Thank you. I appreciate it, The Kyle. list of all lists gets a thumbs up from Kyle Keefe. Let's bring in Marty O for his morning sugar fix. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam! Shake that. Hey, fellas. Marty, Marty. welcome to Dove Valley, bud. It's lovely here. Very nice. We're waiting for Sue Cravens to show up, so if he does show up in the span of this segment, get the hell out of his seat. So Marty made fun of me a lot yesterday for complaining about how cold it was. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you're here, in person... Mm -hmm. I wish I had my blanket. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. Fire away. Hi, guys. DeMarcus Ware turning 36 today. Have you guys seen him out here yet? You know, uh, I really haven't noticed him. No. He's here, but it's not like he pops out to me. You know who else, and I meant to bring this up with Leggy. You know who else we haven't really heard anything about? Bradley Chubb. He's the number five overall pick. Yeah. Have we heard anything about him? Yeah, it's a different position, though. You know, a defensive position, first of all, yeah, is but... sort of lost in the shadows. It's not like if your number five overall picks a running back, a receiver, or quarterback, they're just more in the spotlight. But it just seems to me like he should be the center of attention to some extent, and he's been under the radar. He and DeMarcus were both. I'd say in 1908, a man named Fred Tenney was uh, on first base. He steals second. There was a runner on third. He goes back to first on the next pitch because he wanted the guy on third to get into a rundown. So he steals second, goes back to first, steals second on the next pitch. The guy on third wouldn't move. So he's the only guy to steal second twice in one inning. You, so you're allowed <laughs> to go backwards? Apparently you can. So, so if you hit a triple and you decide, eh, I want to beef up my steal stats, yeah. you just walk back to first if you like. Yeah. yeah. And when you're going back, can they get you out? Sure. Of course they can. Okay. Yeah, if you're All off right. the base. I'm just trying to make sure I oh, understood. What do you think? A safe place? If I was the opposing team and a guy wanted to go back to first, I'd be like, go for sure, it. Sure. Have at it. <laughs> I right, stay in 1922. Water skis are used for the first time. James, didn't you just have a little encounter with water skis? I did. I was down at Lake Havasu. I had to prove to myself I could still slalom. I Get, like me some water skis. Still getting it done. It's been a long time since uh, I've tried it. If I had my choice between water skiing and snow oh, skiing, oh, it's not even close. That is an easy it's decision. It's the only skiing I like. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand how there's a choice there. No well, doubt. One involves like warmth and fun and mm -hmm. the sun and. The other one, you're freezing your butt up running into trees. Sit on a rickety chairlift and I don't just get it. risk death at any moment. No, thank you. All right, in the state in 2007, KG is traded to the Celtics for seven players and two first-round picks, kind of forming the first big three yeah. of all time there. Yeah, that was, you're right. When we look back and, and we blame LeBron for this formation of super teams, wasn't yeah. that, would you qualify that Boston bunch as a super team? 
I don't think they're quite in the same category. And look, they got seven, what was it, seven players seven in two players picks? Two picks, yeah. Turned into Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn. Yeah, Johnny Flynn missed was on, the, Well, they had Seth Curry, Curry in that yeah. draft, yeah. That's a classic example, and, and everybody here in town was so excited when the Broncos traded Jay Cutler, and they're getting two first-round picks. It all depends on what you use those picks on, because when you get Ricky Rubio and Johnny Flynn, uh, not such a good trade. Rubio was okay. Flynn was terrible. Rubio's got the best hair in the world. Well, Rubio's okay now that he's in Utah. He wasn't. He didn't do anything in Minnesota, he was though. All right. all right, 2004, Roger Clemens gets booted from his son's Little League championship game for arguing a call, and then he gets suspended and can't come back because he spits sunflower seeds at the umpire. You guys ever... Uh, I don't have a problem with that. No. I do. Why? You can't spit sunflower seeds at a human yeah, being. That's a bit over the top. That, but he could have just been speaking with a lot of passion, <laughs> and they flew out of his mouth. It's just... Oh, we're going to suspend the guy. We're going to kick him out. Come on, Ump. Have a little thicker skin. In 2010, I bet he blew the call. I bet the call was wrong. I'm That's sure. why he was so defensive. I'm sure. They weren't taping the eight-year-old championship game, though. So uh, in 2010, Cargo hits his uh, walk-off cycle. You guys remember that one? Oh, uh, that the was first great. walk-off yeah. cycle. How about Arenado's walk-off to get the cycle on Father's Day was a pretty damn good walk-off, How about too. Arenado's salami yesterday, the first salami by a Rockies player in St. Louis? Ever? Ever. That humidity's strong. It's real. Do you really think Helton's walk-off was better than Arenado's on Father's Day? Not even close. Uh, you guys Not even nuts. close. That started the, the magic that is 2007 Rocktober. It did not. It's not in even hindsight. close. Do you guys remember that cargo ball that Marty talked about? It landed in the upper deck against yeah. the Cubs, and a Cubs fan caught it, and he just kind of sat there like, oh, whatever. What, what, do <laughs> yeah, what do I do now? Throw it back. Uh, this day, uh, 2014, a man named Pete Freights challenges Howard Stern to the first ice bucket challenge on his show. Did you guys get caught up in all that? Really? That started on, on Howard Stern. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. I never did the ice bucket challenge. Did I did. You? Yeah, did I did. Who, uh, who dumped it on you? Uh, I can't remember. But I did it. That was one of those things that just kind of went a little too far. I did it to myself. Far. I was so tired of that by the time it finally fizzled out. So you're supposed to get nominated. Did just nobody nominate you? Is that it? I don't no, remember. Is nobody. that why you're a little frosty at this ice bucket <laughs> challenge? You weren't popular? Maybe. Maybe. There's a challenge every day now on Instagram, though. Every kind of challenge going on. They challenge each other with everything. Yeah, it just became silly. All right, and that's it, fellas. Marty, what did you leave on the cutting room floor? Uh, so you were talking about how the Astros were terrible back in uh, 2012. The Astros finished July with a 3-24 and record this day in 2012. Wow. 3-24. Not as bad as the 88 Orioles, who were 1-22. and You know, the the, the Astros, though, you got to give them credit. The process worked. They stripped that thing down. They, they burned it to the ground, and they were awful for three well, or four years. It, it, They're pretty damn it good goes, now. goes back to my philosophy. If you want to gain anything in life, you have to you have to struggle. Well, and you it have also, to suffer. It also goes back to the philosophy of there's nothing worse than being stuck in the middle. Right? Don't be mediocre. Either be really, really bad, so at least you get a bunch of high picks, or be good. Don't be stuck in the middle. I think we're watching every day out here at practice the team stuck in the middle. Full pads, full throttle here at Dove Valley. The UC Health Trading Center. They're putting the pads on and they're hitting today. You got Altitude 950's coverage of Broncos Training Camp brought to you by Honda Power Equipment. Introducing the brand new Honda EU2200 Portable Generator. Get yours today. Perfect for tailgating, camping, and much more. Altitude 950. Denver's All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sportingers Park to take on the LA Galaxy. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Cade on the call. 
Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day four of Training Camp 2018 is underway down at Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. Uh, it was Marshall you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Oh, yeah, hour number three, Vic Lombardi Show live at Broncos training camp where the boys are going to put on some licks today. They're going to hit each other. They got the pads on. They're going to use those pads. Uh, read from your uh, text exchange. Sua Craven slated to uh, visit with us at this hour. What happened? Uh, Sua said, I won't be able to make it today. I had to get some rehab done before practice. I can't be out there early. I'm sorry. Shane Ray slated to meet with us at 730. Neither did he. So we got an 0 for 2 today. Chris Harris Jr. yesterday morning. We got an 0 for 3. Uh, what, what, tomorrow, who we got? We are popping. Case and Bond. We are, yeah. Who else we have on the slate? Tomorrow? Chris promised tomorrow. He had ESPN sure. today. Why don't you get Tiger Woods? Let's get Tiger Woods yep. on the show. If do we want to have him before or after Obama? Yeah. I mean, just aim high at this rate. Let's get Ellen on. Can we get Ellen? It's Ellen, okay. Oprah. It's okay. This is how training camp works. No, I know. That's why we're it's, teasing him. It's the schedule. It is. It is what it is. All this does is give us a little more time to talk about the MLB trade deadline, which is coming later today. And and I said this earlier, and follow me on this one, guys. The Broncos are the Rockies. The Rockies losing last night may end up being the best thing to happen to them because they lost in that seventh inning, that dreadful seventh inning, which has persecuted them all season. Do you realize that the Rockies have given up more runs in the seventh inning than any team in Major League Baseball? It, having watched that team all season, that stat does not surprise me in the least. So the way they lost last night in the seventh inning, would it behoove the Rockies to be more aggressive at the deadline today to address that position, a lefty reliever? Well, they got, oh, they got the righty. Do they, do they... Now go get a lefty to help the bullpen based on what happened last night. You know, listen, losing can sometimes benefit you. I think coming off a loss like that may make them a little more aggressive. Maybe, maybe, but the only way it benefits them is if Jeff Breidich goes and gets a guy that Bud Black then uses in the seventh inning. He went last week and got, uh, uh, uh oh, and, they, and he didn't use him last night, and I get it. Look, Tyler Anderson was dealing. You're going to bring him back out to start the seventh. But as soon as he walked one guy, it should have been time for a change. Two guys, it certainly was time for a change. You don't let him walk the bases loaded before you finally go to the bullpen. And then you go to Oberg. 
So yeah, maybe it'll 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 reinforce the yeah, fact but that see, no you need to what, make a move. No matter what Bud Black does in that situation, you're going to find a reason to blame him. No, and, I'm not. Oh yeah, you would have. Had he gone after the first walk to who? Oh, you wanted O? Let's say O comes yes. in and just gives up three in a row. Who you blame then? I'm blaming O. Okay. Because but, you know, here's here's my thing, Vic. They have a formula for winning. If you break from the formula on a hunch, you better be right. Yeah. If you go with the formula and it doesn't work, I'm going to go with, you know what, law of averages, if you play the formula every single you, time, you, you'll win more often than not. You're assuming that formula works every night. That Sometimes no. innings pitched takes that formula out of whack. Well, he came in the game anyway. O was available. It wasn't like they didn't pitch him, so they just went to the wrong guy. They went to Oberg. Just a bad decision. The good news is, and I know he, you don't... He's Teflon Bud, because you, you haven't criticized him in two weeks. Oh, no, and I, he's made bad moves in in a couple of losses, and you you refuse to criticize you, him. You, you disregarded what I said, though. Any criticism of Bud Black last night should come in the form of, why did he choose Oberg over O? That's sure. It. But not that he let Anderson finish what he started. If you're watching the game, Tyler Anderson was can't miss. I, I'm he with you. He was on top of it. He could not do any wrong. And in the seventh inning, he suddenly lost it. I get it. He couldn't, he couldn't pitch. I get it. But the leash should have been short. Because your goal is to get six innings from your starter, and then you go to O. So if you're going to try to back out there, fine. You have to have a shorter leash than three walks. Yeah. Well, the Club Broncos portion of the show has now started. If oh. you hear that in the background, that is the uh, base from the speaker that's about 10 yards from where we sit right now. Yes. As uh, fans are eager to see the Broncos begin practice. A few of the players are out here already. It's always these two guys, by the way, that are first to the field. River Craycraft, the guy we tried to identify yesterday. Got some reps with the ones yesterday. Deshaun Hamilton is out here. So they're out just throwing the ball around. They're the first on the field every day. I feel like I'm at like club spill on a Friday yeah, night right it, now, it, It's a one-word club, and we're listening to the neon sleeves. Yeah, except I don't have a drink in my hand. Just I got drinking you two it. sitting here. I like Club Dove. <laughs> club Dove? Club Dove. Yeah. The neon sleeves. Uh, the Rockies continue to impress despite what Manchester says because... Continue to impress? Come well, on, Vic. That was a why. bad loss last you, night. It's a bad loss if it You're leads You're a 4 in the what, the 6th? It's a bad loss, I agree. But if it leads to another loss because of the... Then it's a really bad loss. If they win this series, are you going to fret over one game? If no. they take 3 out of 4 in St. Louis, calm down. No, I'm, I'm not going to, but it, it was a game that was in hand... When you're up 4-1 after 6, you, you have to game. win. Yeah. You have to win. In, today, in today's day and age where it's all about getting to your bullpen, and you've built a bullpen that we've said it a million times, is the most expensive bullpen in the history of baseball, and you're up 4-1 after 6, it's inexcusable that you lost the game. And if I'm Jeff Breidich, I am calling Bud Black as soon as that game was over and saying, why aren't you using the bullpen I gave you? Why? That's well, why it's on Teflon Bud. Well, uh, Bud Black will have... Uh, cause for concern if they don't do anything at the deadline today. I, I'm sure he wants a lefty reliever to go with O. Sort of like a bookcase of relievers for that seventh inning because the seventh inning has just killed the Rockets. Should Jake McGee ever step foot on a mound in so a Rockies uniform again? If you, don't, if you again? don't go McGee there, who do you go with? I'm just curious. Uh, well, and at that point, yeah, you got, that's why you've got to have some guys in the bullpen. you got to go acquire somebody so, so that option isn't even out there for Bud Black. Vic, we talked about it. We both knew exactly what was coming. Nobody was surprised. Everybody's sitting in their house last night watching that game on AT&T Sportsnet, and they're just chuckling because it's like, of course this is how it went. It was the most predictable conclusion 
ever. We all knew Jake McGee would give up the game-winning bomb, and sure enough, right on cue as Drew and Spilly were talking about it, Ozuna hits one out with his neon sleeve and jogs around the bases. All right, 2 o'clock trade deadline today. A lot of chatter in Major League Baseball that the Washington Nationals are dangling all-star Bryce Harper, and they demand a quality starter in return. Now, it would be a rental, clearly, for Bryce Harper. Yes. Because he's due to make a heck of a lot of money at the end of this he's season. He's going to get a big, big contract. What was Harold Reynolds barking about the Rockies and Bryce Harper? He was just saying now what a good fit it would be. Now, that wasn't scoop from Reynolds. That was him just on some national show well, talking about it. hitter at Coors yeah. Field seems to be a good fit these days, right? Sure. That's, what, that's, a, that's the popular narrative. Uh, you, if you can hit, go to Coors Field. But who would you give up frontline starter-wise for Bryce Harper? Because that's for, what for, they want. For a two-month rental? If they called and said John Gray and Brendan Rodgers. I don't know no. if I'd give up anybody. Oh, for anybody? I mean, come on, you well, got Antonio you gotta... Sensatella for okay. Bryce Harper? Okay, but you just said frontline starter. I don't know. I mean, if they said give us Kyle Freeland for two months of Bryce Harper, I'd say no. Well, who do the Rockies have that's frontline? Freeland and that, John, that's... John Gray is still considered a frontline guy. Tyler I Anderson? If, I think if John Gray's in that conversation, uh, I, I would be open to listening to it. So, look, but how good? I mean, if we want to play the hypothetical, how good is that lineup if you put Bryce Harper in the middle of it? I mean, that, it, that, that becomes ridiculous. And look, Cargo has been a good signing. He's been a, a great addition. He's had a nice year. Uh, and Para is fine out and left. But if those two guys switch off, if they platoon, and Bryce Harper's your everyday right fielder, uh, sign me up. I'll take it. Could you imagine how much money would have to be doled out if you had Harper and Arenado on your roster and you had to pay both? Harper, Harper if, if, if the if the Rockies acquired him, he's Keep leaving. Yeah. He's leaving as soon as the parade yeah. is over. So but I'm fine with that. Let's get rid of that pipe dream. It's not going to happen. It depends right? on it's, who you're it's, giving it's, up. It's would you give up happen. if it was just John Gray? For two months of Bryce Harper. Well, then you'd have to pretty much say that you're done with John Gray and you have no hope, no potential for him. Yeah. That, that's what you're saying. But who gives you a better chance? Because we've, we've talked about it with mid-market teams over and over and over again. You have a window, right? Look at the Royals now. They're god-awful. They were a World Series champ, what, two years ago? You have to strike while the iron is hot. You have to take advantage of the window being open. Who gives the Rockies a better chance of winning a World Series this year? John Gray or Bryce Harper? Bryce Harper. Okay, then you make the move. Well, if you gave me a choice C, a seventh inning lefty relief pitcher, I'd probably take choice C uh, at this point. And so we're going to go another Neshack uh, and LaCroix. 4129 on the text line says uh, Rizzo just said, uh, the GM in Washington, that he's not trading Harper. He said it 10 minutes. Well, just because he says it doesn't mean he means yeah. it. The value goes the price up. up. He's leveraging that sucker. Okay, trade deadline at 2 o'clock today. We're here at Dove Valley as usual uh, watching Broncos as they get ready for training camp on this hitting day. They got the uniforms on, fully padded, fully prepared to get some uh, get some hits in. When we come back, your favorite segment in mine. Those damn millennials, right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Gracious. Guys, it's time to take some mental BP so you'll be ready to hit life's curveballs. Take the 20-point head inspection at mantherapy.org. Man Therapy. 
therapy the way a man does it. Are you tired of waking up and going to a job you hate? Most people spend their entire lives doing that. This doesn't have to be you. Look at me. I get paid to talk about sports on the radio. I love my job. I get to meet athletes, cover games, create content, and make a change in the community. If you want to do what I do, listen up. Colorado Media School offers an eight-month course where you'll learn all aspects of radio and television. Whether you want to be a radio or TV host, YouTube content creator, drone operator, board operator, promotions director, social media manager, you name it. If it has to do with media, the Colorado Media School will teach you and help you find a job once you graduate. Call 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Colorado Media School offers financial aid for those who qualify, and you can graduate in just eight months. You can be working on air like me in less than a year. Call Colorado Media School now because classes fill fast. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. And tell them Josh Dover sent you. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go abs. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. It's a great Grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. I was six when my dad signed me up for the first tee of Denver classes. It was awesome having great direction on and off the golf course. The first tee of Denver really helped me become confident in my golfing abilities. And now I'm looking toward playing collegiate golf, and the first tee family has helped me every step of the way. Through them, I have persevered and have learned how to become a great student, awesome family member, and a great friend. Now offering classes across the Front Range and Colorado Rocky Mountains. Visit thefirsttdenver.org to sign your kid up for this life-changing experience. The DMV is upgrading its computers. Services will be affected August 1st through 5th. For information, visit colorado.gov slash DMV. Sponsored by the Colorado Division of Motor Vehicles, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. You take it on the run, baby. If that's the way you want it, baby. Then I don't want you around. Vic Lombardi Show, live from Rockwood Training Camp, brought to you by Honda Power Equipment, introducing the brand new 
Honda EU2200 Portable Generator. Super quiet, fuel efficient, safe for sensitive electronics, perfect for tailgating, and much more. On the text line, my apologies to James. I said Jill Carter, the only home run to win a World Series upon researching when I got to work. Don't tell my boss. Bill Mazeroski did, in fact, win a World Series, a Game 7, no less, on a walk-off for years. I thought that was to win an NL pennant, so... Uh, if you guys have corrected this on the show, I'm sorry. I just want to own up to being wrong. That's that a text. Uh, that is very nice. I appreciate it. We did uh, we did correct that. We did mention that. We talked about the shot heard around the world, which is Bobby Thompson off Ralph Branca. That was to win the pennant. But, yes, Bill Mazeroski's was to win the World Series in 1960. Save it for the fact checker. Plenty more of that coming up a little later. Right now, your favorite of mine is a new segment, Those Damn Millennials. Why are you so negative? I can sense your hostilities, and right now I am not feeling very safe. Those damn millennials. All right, uh, mine comes off the uh, the Twitter machine. If you want any story like this, just go to Twitter. It's pretty easy to find. We all know about the uh, the tale of Demar Derozan getting traded from Toronto, and he was upset. Yes, didn't want to talk to anybody. Sent a letter to the Toronto faithful. Uh, well. <laughs> seems that folks in Canada weren't too pleased with the, the nature in which he left Toronto. Uh, Edmonton Oilers winger Milan Lucic, uh, he plays hockey. Okay. So a different sort of mindset in the sport of hockey when it comes to getting traded. He blasted DeRozan for his reaction to getting traded for Toronto. This is a quote from Milan Lucic. Quote, he's being like a little better blank at the organization for trading him for Kawhi Leonard. You didn't get traded to freaking Cleveland. You got traded to San Antonio, a team that competes for a title every year. You get to be coached by the Bill Belichick of basketball. You feel like you're being disrespected? Come on, man. You're still making $30 million a year living in San Antonio with no state tax. Give me a break. Nobody feels bad for you. Blank off. <laughs> That's from Milan Lucic to he's, he's on. Rosen. Nobody feels sorry for you. You're making a ton of money. You're going to a great organization. And San Antonio is a pretty dang nice place to live. This whole notion of disrespect, especially in the NBA. No loyalty. Disrespect. You're making $30 a year. Yeah, that's the part of it that I just don't get. My my damn millennials is uh, right out here at uh, at Dove Valley. Uh, Yesterday was reportedly a bad day for the rookies. Uh, apparently they didn't know their assignments. They didn't know what's going on. Uh, how hard is it, guys? You've been at OTAs. You've been at meetings. You've been at mini camps. You've been at uh, four days of training camp. How do you not know the offense? And, and they're talking about how they've only installed 35 to 40 percent of it. 35 to 40 percent? It's July 31st. When are we going to see the rest of Billy Moose's offense? How are these guys going to be capable of it? So we've heard all offseason about how great Cortland Sutton is and how great all these rookies are. And then when they come out on day four of practice, they don't know the offense. That's a very layered offense. What's going on? Layer upon layer of offense. Uh, my damn millennials comes down to just wardrobe again. Uh, I didn't like the response by the Braves announcers the other day when they said that the Dodgers uh, should not be wearing shirts during BP. I think that's a little too much. But what that uh, that Ozuna guy was wearing on his right arm when he went yard last night, he's wearing that neon sleeve. The whole sleeve thing 
just everybody wearing sleeves on the basketball court, playing tennis, playing golf. Everyone's got a sleeve. Did Brett Favre start this with that copper sleeve commercial? What's with all these sleeves, these magical sleeves that make you a better athlete? I don't know. I think it's a big scam. It, it's the Under Armour generation, or that right? Sleeve. Yeah, they all had to wear some sort of sleeve. pick a basketball and guys wearing a sleeve, I'm laughing. I'm right. laughing at you, by the way. So here, here's my, uh, my old man rant of the day. Back in the day... When you were playing football, if you got injured, you crawled off the field. You got off on your own power. Yesterday, for the second time in a little over a year, we've seen Garrett Bowles get carted off for something that turned out to be a minor, minor injury. That is a millennial approach to it in the worst way. Oh, I got hit well, in the chin. We don't Bring know. me a cart. Did he call for the cart? Was he I on don't the know. saying, cart me off? He certainly didn't wave it off. I just think we have to be careful of that because how are we to judge one's pain tolerance? Now, Jack Youngblood played in the Super Bowl well, with a broken I'll leg. I'll say this. If you did this radio show with my nose right now, my nasal passages as clogged as they are, you'd be carted off this radio field. Okay. You'd let be me, carted let off. Let me ask you this. Do you think Jack Youngblood, with his mentality, would be carted off the field? Not at all. Okay. That's He'd so never it's a, allow it. So it's a damn millennial. That's I, what it is. I've got a damn millennial for you guys yesterday. Uh, one of my go-to Broncos players for interviews. Uh-oh. I've given him a bro hug before. You got a go-to? Yeah, I've given him a bro hug. Uh, has a reported bad day at practice. Won't take his helmet off to talk to me. I says, when can you come over to this tent? He goes, three weeks from now. Keeps walking, goes into the locker well, who is it? I'm not going to tell you. Why not? Because <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't his finest hour. I think we'll change his mind today. I'd say who it was. That's I have a better no problem. story. Yeah, I have no problem telling you who it is. No, it was just a lame attitude to... To pretend like, yeah, I'll do whatever you need, whenever you need it, and then you have one bad day of practice and you get all mad at me. Yeah, you know what? Mm. To them, to them, we are a nuisance, and that's the way it should be. You know, they're not here to. We're a nuisance. Yeah, they're no, not we're here. a vehicle to make them oh, money. Break. They're not here to assuage us. These guys don't get on the field and do all this work so they can hang out with the media and say nice things. They don't yeah, care about us. Yeah, but I'm a little bit with HW. It, it does bother me when you get pro athlete who is willing to get in front of the camera when everything's going great. Yeah. You know, it's the Emmanuel Sanders approach. I want to be funny. I'm going to do my dance. And as soon as stuff goes bad, he's first guy out of the locker room. And, and, and he's ducking the cameras. Yeah, you're That's the one who always good. talks about how great Raheem was for talking after yeah, the play against exactly. Baltimore. Okay, this last one really doesn't apply to damn millennials, but I've got to put it in a segment somewhere. It applies okay. mainly to those damn freak health addicts like yourself. Okay. Uh, did you guys hear about what uh, Jim Harbaugh said to one of his players, former Michigan I quarterback did. Wilton Spate? Tells a story about how Harbaugh pulled him aside once and told him not to eat chicken. He says chicken has a protein that is considered fairly safe by nutritionists, but according to Harbaugh, doesn't like chicken because, quote, it's a nervous bird. <laughs> He never eats the meat of a nervous bird. Well, I'll tell you this. It's not because it's a nervous bird. But uh, after watching my show that you won't watch, Vic, <laughs> what the hell? I saw it. I won't go anywhere near I a I saw chicken. the show. I'm out. Oh, I love grilling chicken in my smoker uh, at night. Oh, no. it's so good. The BBQ no. on the side. No. Do you like you. chicken there? Up. Yeah, Come I like on. chicken. I'm normal. You're a normal human, yeah. right? Wait a minute. That's a little harsh. Yeah, well, it's real. I mean, name-calling doesn't seem it's appropriate. It's not name-calling. It's real. Like, the other day, it, it, this, again. No, no. A little harsh Wait to say it's normal to like chicken. I got another one for those damn millennials. Okay. This is not name-calling. Getting offended by But you guys normal? are freaks. You guys are freaks. My my daughter, who has lived in L.A. for a while, has got that California feel about her. Yeah. She's now a vegan like you. She healthy? does all this vegetable stuff, right? We go to my mother's house, Mama Lombardi's, for dinner on a Sunday. Okay. Now, what is Mama Lombardi known for? H.W., 
you know, you've heard the story. What is she known for? What? Meatballs. Meatballs, spaghetti, pasta, sauce. She knew that my daughter was coming, so she prepares a tailor-made meal for her. So you know what we had that day? We had a bunch of this weird stuff. We had zucchini and a weird sauce. We had all this weird soupy stuff. I'll bet Mama Lombardi loved it. I was offended. I'm like, if I'm going to come here and eat, I want the really... I want the fatty. I want the fatty stuff that makes you. And as of a year ago, you liked chicken. You did. Yeah, and I've I've seen the air of my ways. Don't go all freaky. That is that is such a grandma thing, though, right? Like, oh god, yeah. When when I if I ask for it, you say, "Hell no, you're eating this." When I was a kid, and I saw this meme on social media, you know, a, a day or two ago. It was, "Here's what you get and like it." Now when my kids go over to Grandma and Grandpa's, it's, what shape would you what like you me want? to cut your grilled cheese into? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? That's not how we ever did it. Oh. No, that's how our generation does it. You take care of us. Oh, my God. Like, Thanks for playing so those pampered. damn millennials. We do it every day. Stories abound. All right, fellas. Uh, guys are out there in full pads. We're going to see some hint. Uh I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Jeff Legwald earlier. What are you going to watch? How are you going to watch today? Because the game changes. Now, you still can't hit the quarterback. All right, so the quarterback's off limits. Yeah. Everybody else you can hit. So what are you going to watch today? Don't you think this is the day to really look at what's going on in the trenches? I mean, if they're in full pads and they're it's it's full going 100% and hitting, I want to see the guys that are hitting on every single play. I want to see play. linebackers and running backs yeah. meet head on. I That's see, what I want to see. I want to see what Bradley Chubb looks like when he's going uh, you know, all out against the number one offensive line. That's, That's what I want to see. I, I, I wondered about this yesterday, and I asked a couple of people. I still don't understand the reason. So when they had the linebackers and pass rushers work out, yeah. Von Miller was in a group, and he was doing his thing. Bradley Chubbs is a different set of linebackers on the other side of the field. I, isn't, isn't Bradley Chubb like Von Miller? I mean, aren't, aren't they the same type of play? Why is he on a different side of the field? I don't know. Isn't That's the a- understanding that they're going to start together? That's what I, we were led I, to I don't believe. understand why he's working out with a different set of linebackers. I don't know, and I know it's super early and you don't want to hit a panic button, but it has been odd to me how underwhelming he's been so far during camp. Well, maybe Shane Ray coming back uh, full go, as we heard, no limits, no limits, has changed something. I don't know. You got the Levick Lombardi Show live from uh, Broncos training camp here at Dove Valley. I was about to say Lick Lombardi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep, start laughing. Just laugh. Laugh all you want. Lick I can't Bombardi. breathe. I cannot breathe. My nose is stuffed. We're back after this time out on the Lick Lombardi Show. Training camp is here, and Altitude 950 is on the case. Feels good. I like competing. I like you know knowing my place and, and knowing my role. Uh, let you cut it loose. We've got the interviews, the insight. Boom! There's a completion to Demarius Thomas. That's coming back, Broncos fans. The analysis and the breaking news. Training camp 2018. Case Keenum can deliver when we get there. Altitude 950 on the case. Brought to you by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This Training Camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day 4 of Training Camp 2018 is underway down at Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. 
Uh, it was Marshall you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. The largest hail sale in Colorado continues at Johnson Auto Plaza, where powerful storms recently damaged over a 1,000 vehicles on their lot. Hi, it's Alan Roach for My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. The insurance carriers have ordered every hail-damaged vehicle sold immediately, regardless of profit. And the response has been big. Lots of shoppers seeing what's here and lots of vehicles selling at deep discounts. It's a good start, but we have plenty of work to do and plenty more cars and trucks to sell. The Johnson family is committed to doing what it takes to make these deals so you'll get deep discounts on every new ram jeep dodge and chrysler remember every vehicle has been ordered sold you'll get thousands in extra savings on top of summer clearance event incentives for the first time ever a major storm is forcing johnson auto plaza to liquidate their entire vehicle inventory regardless of profit don't miss this very special buying opportunity just north of e470 on highway 85 johnsonautoplaza.com remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Get power to spare with a Honda generator, and you'll never be left in the dark again. Honda puts clean, economical, portable power when and where it's needed most, when you least expect it. Honda generators all have easy-starting, dependable Honda engines to keep the power going. Get turned on to a Honda generator from Jack's Outdoor Gear Ranch and Home in Loveland. And enjoy for home or play. Visit jacksmercantile.com. Hey, Colorado, are you looking for the best prices in town on appliances? Then get on over to our brand-new Clear Center now. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance, and we just opened the doors to our new Clear Center showroom in Denver. Unbelievable prices on brands from Bosch, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, Maytag, Gen Air, Electrolux, Samsung, and many more. And to celebrate our new showroom, we're offering additional savings of 10, 15, or 20% when you buy one or more appliances at our Denver or Louisville Clear Center showrooms. We've got misorders, closeouts, floor model displays, and demo units, all at crazy low prices. Plus, we're pulling hundreds of appliances out of our brand new good stock, but pricing it like scratch and dent pieces. Stop by our new Clear Center showroom in Denver, located inside our warehouse, just north of 58th Avenue on I-25. For directions, visit mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career. And they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery. 
surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. This ball well hit the center field. And this one will win. That's how you call an opposing team's walk-off. This one will win it. You don't get excited. You sort of play it. Play it cool. Sucks. Good call by Drew Goodman as the Rockies lose in walk-off fashion to the Cardinals last night. 5-4, the final a game. They should have won. A game they were leading 4-0. A game in which they they held a 4-1 lead in the seventh, and then the wheels fell off. It was a game in which they uh, they had their formula for victory right in front of them, and their manager decided not to follow it. Always blame it on Bud. That is... Manchester's credo. Well, that's how it went down. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go against the grain and you're gonna use your gut and you're gonna have a hunch, you better be right. Like to thank everybody involved with the show today. HW done a good job. Uh, Marty O is here among us. Usually he's hanging out in the studio, so we often wonder how will Marty do his job when he's not in studio. We're about to find uh, find out. I, I, before we get to Marty, he made a great observation during the break. Maybe the reason why these Broncos coaches last year weren't able to communicate very clearly with their players is because it's a discotheque in here. It is so damn loud. Why it? do we have to have a? Why does it have to have a soundtrack? Yeah, you're practice? such an old man. I love the music. To be why honest, it I hate be... it for radio, but I love it when you're at practice. I would rather listen to coaches bark at the players than they could actually coach them. Instead, we got a, a jukebox playing. I don't understand it. Again, music makes the world go round. You play better. You feel better. All right. I don't understand the issue. Music results in exercise, 5 and 11. When you exercise, yes. do you listen to music? No. What do you listen to? A podcast. That says everything you need to know about Mar- <laughs> about Manchester right here. He's podcasting to the oldies when he's working out. Let's bring in Marty for Spanning the Globe. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. Wow, heavy bass right now. That's good. They got my request. Let it be known I didn't use the word discotheque. I'm not quite sure right. what that is <laughs> at all. A discotheca. That was my addition. That's that's correct. Boy, it sounds like a discotheque in here, huh? Well, look, look at the water. There's a bottle of water here. Feel the bass on the water. I mean, you could see it bumping. That needs to be on your Instagram. Story. Oh, that is, that's, that's good funny. video. I should. That is. Put it down there real quick. All right, I'm gonna the base is so heavy, my bottle of water looks like it's having an earthquake. Is this crazy. is the base right here at Dove Valley. Look at the base. Look at the base of Dove Valley. You can feel it. You can see it. You can sense it. All right, go on. All right, fellas. So the uh, Hall of Fame inductions for uh, the Major League Baseball were this weekend. Did you catch any of it, any of the speeches? Uh, I saw a little bit of it. It's silly to me that they don't make a bigger deal of it and kind of give it its own day. You're right. Why, why is the Football Hall of Fame so... Beloved, and in baseball, it was like, yeah, but you guys. Because it just happened on a random Sunday, and like the Ro- I was at the Rockies game that day. Like, why don't they do that the day after the All Star game? 
Like, wouldn't that That's make a more good sense? point. That's, That's a good point. On a non-baseball yeah. day. No, that, we got the ESPYs that day. Well, no, maybe oh, the. All right, well, doesn't matter. The, the day after the day after the. Right. You're exactly right. That's a very. That's the best idea you've ever had on the show, Manchester. <laughs> wow, well done. So do you guys know who got elected to the Hall of Fame Yeah, Vlad Guerrero got in. Trevor Hoffman. A bunch of other guys. Chipper, Jim Tomey got in. Jack Chipper Morris, Jones. Alan Trammell, Vlad, Jim Tomey, Chipper Jones, and Trevor Hoffman. Now, you guys saw a lot of Trevor Hoffman here. Yeah, ask him how uh, October 1st, 2007, bottom of the 13th Ooh. went. Dude, there was a time when Trevor Hoffman would come out with the, what was it, ACDC? Hell's Bells. Yeah. He came out and the game was over. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Hoffman, very uh, worthy Hall of Famer. I don't uh, Chipper Jones. Do you ever remember watching Chipper Jones and thinking, man, that, that guy, he's he's one of the two or three best players you know, in you baseball. You know what we ought to do? You want you want to make Manchester's hair fall out. You want to make his head explode. Have him pull up Chipper Jones' numbers and compare him to Todd Helton. I don't know that if Chipper Jones had a 10-year stretch where he was a slap hitter, but right, I'll, I'll look again, it up. Again, look up his numbers. Compare him to Todd Helton's numbers. And let's talk. Do you know who uh, blew that game against the Rockies, too, by the way? You know it was Hoffman, but you know who was on the other side? Teflon Bud. He warmed up Trevor about yeah. five times. There you go. Boy, what Very a, good point. What a dumb move putting Trevor Hoffman in the game. Chipper Jones got <laughs> <laughs> That is the best hot take ever. You're right. It's Trevor Hoffman. Uh, next you're going to put Mariano Rivera in the game? What are you thinking? But do you remember he did get criticized for warming him up five uh, times in the bullpen that course. night? It's always Teflon Bud. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Let it be known Chipper Jones got 97% of the vote, so he led all the guys in. Uh, really? Yeah. And maybe I just, you know, didn't watch enough Braves games, but I just never remember him being that kind not of player. Have, not have TBS not? going I was going to say, they're on every day. I know. All right, so the 2019 Hall of Fame class, we're looking at Mariano Rivera, Roy Halladay, Andy Pettit, Roy, o- Roy Oswalt, Lance Berkman, and Teflon Todd Helton. Again, just take a look at Helton's numbers. Compare him to some of the guys who got in recently. He's, he should be a shoo-in. They, he, based on the numbers alone, he should be a shoo-in. By putting in a big class this year, they did kind of clear the way uh, for, for Todd. Because, I mean, that, that list, those are good players. But is there anything you're like, oh, well, those are three or four automatics. There's no shot. So it'll be interesting to see if he... Uh, if he makes the list, let's see, 316 batting average, that's better than Chipper. Yep. 369 home runs, that's uh, 100 less than Chipper. Okay. Uh, 1,406 RBI, uh, that's 217 that's less than Chipper. Same ballpark. No, he was well short of him. Well, He's how 100 about, home how runs about, How about years played? Uh, let's see, 17 for Todd. Yeah. Uh, for Chipper, we had 19. Okay. So Chipper's two years. Got a, Chipper's two got years. a ring, too. Two years isn't 100 home runs. He didn't hit 50 each of his last two years. The numbers, the numbers of two more years of baseball, you should have better numbers by virtue of two more years. That's all all I'm saying. They're comparable numbers. All I'm getting at is that they're comparable numbers. Okay, fine. But Chipper won an MVP. Teflon Todd didn't. And in his last two seasons, he was an all-star. Todd Helton, you got to scroll a while to find the last time he was an all-star. Two former Rockies on that list, Teflon Todd and Roy Oswalt. People forget he had a cup of coffee here in Denver. God, I barely remember So that. will he go in wow. with a Rockies hat? No. Or, okay. But he would be the first person. Wouldn't he be the first person to ever wear a Rockies uniform you know to get what? in? You, you talk about like some of the greats of all time, right, that have come through town, that have strode through Denver, who had cups of coffee here in Denver, the likes of Allen Iverson, Jason yeah. Giambi, yeah. Uh, Ray Bork. Uh, you, you look at uh, Theo Fleury in hockey. Remember yep. the Theo yep. Fleury era here? The Tamu Solani era. Paul Correa. There are a lot of big names that had cups of coffee. Jerry Rice. The Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett. Yep, yep. Do you remember that camp with Jerry Rice? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're number 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that everybody. was sad. It was sad. And then uh, what was even sadder was walking out in the parking lot and seeing fans wearing their 19 Rice jerseys. Like, I want to pump the brakes on that investment. Yeah. It's kind of like the guy. Did you see the guy up here in the uh, on the hill a couple days ago with his Mark Sanchez jersey? <laughs> was he really? <laughs> oh, God, we should have done a story uh, on I kind of love the fact that he still like still owns it and wears it. Well, that's it's a, like good trolling at a certain point. Those things yeah. cost 160 bucks. He's still wearing it. That's great. I just see a LeBron James dedicated a school, I built did. a school in Akron. Yeah, I mean, that's that pretty was, cool. That's pretty cool. That's, I mean, you know, you got some of those celebs who have foundations and charitable branches and organizations who do great things, and then you have guys like Tebow who build hospitals, and guys like Peyton, like Peyton, and, yeah. and guys like LeBron. I mean, next level stuff. I, at this point, if you're critical of LeBron James, you just want to be negative. Well, you're, you're Skip Bayless. You're just you're doing it for the sake of getting people to bark and getting people yeah. to. I mean, why would you do it? It's the ultimate troll job. I mean, he's obviously a great player on the court, right? Now you can make the argument for Michael, and that that's a discussion that just people do ad nauseum. But you can't deny he's a tremendous player. He never gets in trouble off the court. He doesn't, and then he does things like this off the court. Uh, I, I think in terms of modern-day athletes, he's the standard bearer of, like, this is what guys should aspire to be. LeBron James is at the top of the class. And you know what else he is that uh, goes without saying? But here's a guy that never went to college, right? He's smart. Very. And very everybody, smart. I put up this thing yesterday about how, you know, college is overpriced. And, you know, why are you sending your kids to college then? Because, you know, I'm one of the gullible parents, I guess. But LeBron James, albeit he plays basketball for a living, he didn't need to go to college. He's proof. You could be smart without having to go four years of, of higher education. You could be a smart guy. You come across like you're well-educated. Yeah. He's a smart dude. Well, and one of the smartest things he's done is he surrounded himself with other smart people. Uh, you know, the, the, the fact that he's now going to host a talk show, which that may not be a smart move, but he produces all these game shows. Like That guy has surrounded himself with a team that helps him grow his brand and, and, and grow his business beyond just what he makes by, uh, by playing on the court. Don't you think MJ would have built a better school, though? <laughs> Gambling 101 school in Vegas? No, I don't think he would have. I don't. Right, so uh, the WNBA All-Star game was this weekend. Maya Moore won her third straight MVP. I watched that game. <laughs> did you see, I, did I you, did the, you game. see the start did of it? Did you see the start of it? I yeah. have the audio for that. Let's no, go, I missed the start. Let's oh, listen God. to the start. I'm this weekend in Minneapolis and ready to put on a show here at Target Center as Chelsea Gray controls the tip. I think you're going the wrong way. Yeah, she wasn't sure which way they were supposed to go. Nobody really was sure, and Liz Cambage says, all right, I'll take it to the ring. Got off to a bit of a rocky start. Well, they weren't yeah. sure which way to shoot, but uh, they figured it out. So. I think they're going the wrong way. <laughs> it's no worse than the NBA All-Star game. Come on. You no. know what they should do in those All-Star games? Thank you. You're welcome. This is from Vic Lombardi. I should have saved this for a hot take. Remember how the other day... I was uh, championing this new scoring system they use in the basketball tournament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Seven the, points. Exa- the Ebron or whatever it's called, some yep. system where they, they stop the clock toward the end of the game and they just add seven points to the leading team score. They should do that in all-star games. It would change the way the game is played. It would change the end of those games. That, w- that would not be bad. It would change everything. It should also be winning team. Every guy gets a million bucks. Losing team has to pay them the million. That's fine. Ooh, I like Ooh, that. Ooh, comes out of your pocket. Yeah. How about that? Skin in the game. All right, and last one here. The Oakland A's are dropping prices of their 20-ounce beers from $8 to $4 for everybody that has season tickets. I little, love this idea. little incentive Why to buy season tickets. That, that might be... 
the best thing you've ever, that's ever come out of your mouth, yeah. Marty. That's, that's a great idea. Great. You, you, you should reward the people who, who are continue there every to invest, yeah. who show up night after night after night. That's a great idea. I have no problem with that. If you could walk up to the concession stand and have some sort of pass. But how do you police phone, it so you don't give it to somebody else, though? Yeah, but you still got to be a season ticket holder. Like, if I give you my tickets and I give you, hey, take my card, too, yeah. then you can get discounted beer. I still paid for the season tickets. Okay. I think it's a brilliant idea. So instead of making $7.55 on every beer, they make three fifty-five. They're still making money hand over fist, and they're going to sell more beer. It's a great idea. That's right. All right, and that's it, fellas. Thank you, Marty O, with uh, Spanning the Globe. Uh, we're wrapping things up here for this hour at uh, Broncos training camp as players are now involved in their drill work. Uh, they'll start hitting here in the next half hour. Uh, we'll get updates on who's hitting whom on the uh, Hastings and Brownman show, also known as H&B from 11 to 1. We're back <laughs> after this. 10 to 1. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Time in training camp, and the heat is on. Wake up, let's go. The scrutiny is intense. How tired are you, man? That's the first play of practice. We've got the analysis, the breaking news, and oh yeah, forgot him. The drama. We might forget to pay you too. It's training camp. Brought to you by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. Stay on the case with Altitude 950. I love my job. If you want to do what I do, listen up. The Colorado Media School will teach you all aspects of radio and television. Call the Colorado Media School at 303-937-7070. Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe on August 25th to see one of the greatest bands of all time, War. September 21st, laugh out loud with comedy legend Arsenio Hall. And all this month, Buffalo Thunder has your chance to win one of four Nissan Kicks and your share of over $500,000. Book your Santa Fe getaway now at buffalothunderresort.com and come be our guest. At Buffalo Thunder. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community, and it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. It's a grand opening celebration at BPL Plasma in Commerce City. Come make some easy cash by donating your blood plasma. Save lives and get paid. Earn an easy $225 over your first three donations. Talk about quick cash. You'll be in and out in less than an hour. And BPL Plasma is one of Colorado's largest facilities. You'll be in good hands. With two locations, one in Lakewood and the grand opening of their Commerce City location in the shopping center on the corner of Vasquez and Parkway Drive. Learn more at BPLPlasma.com. 
This news might shock you. Rogers Electric is now hiring. They're looking for service electricians and lighting technicians with competitive pay and a signing bonus. Join a 35-year-old company with 1,300 employees nationwide with a proven history of success. They're the largest self-performing electrical and lighting contractor in the U.S. Check their job openings at rogersservices.com. That's rogersservices.com. The power to get the job done. When I was seven years old, my grandma signed me up for the first tee at Denver at Kennedy, and I took golf really personally and enjoyed the sport, and now I play it for high school on the varsity team. I take all the lessons and experiences from golf into my real daily life and use the lessons for when things get stressful and unexpected. Now offering classes across the Front Range and Colorado Rocky Mountains. Visit thefirsttdenver.org to sign your kid up for this life-changing experience. Let's go to work. Live from Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Companies. And we're back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 Training Camp coverage brought to you by the Urology Center of Colorado. Comprehensive, compassionate care all at one location. Located just north of Bronco Stadium and online at TUCC.com. Uh, oh, look at here. One part of the H&B show. <laughs> H is here. Yeah, H is here ready to go. I uh, see B rolling through. And Brownman. Uh, on their show coming up afterwards, they'll uh, talk to various Broncos. Who'd they have on the program yesterday? They had a bunch of guys stop by the tent, didn't they? Devontae Booker was the, the key one, and looks like Shaq Barrett will come by today. Ooh. Shaq, who's got some more competition. Again, we mentioned Bradley Chubb being the first-round pick, and we haven't heard much from Bradley. Maybe that's our, Maybe that's our fault. Maybe, maybe, but it just has been a very underwhelming performance at this point. And again, it's early. I'm not hitting the panic button. It just is odd what, to me. What, what do you want him to do? I don't know. You don't think that Wear the a number suit, the number five overall pick, should get a little more pub than that? Do you think in? Uh, it, it, do you think Saquon Barkley's getting some some attention in New York? Sexier position. A lot of it's where you pick rusher. and what you play. Uh, yeah. Listen, man. When you're playing behind Von Miller, Von Miller's going to still get that attention. Okay, maybe. If you're playing behind the guy who strolls out. He's always the last guy out of the locker room. I'm sure I'm the only guy bothered by that, too. Did you guys see one of the key uh, big storylines yesterday was Marquette King? Like, it was legitimately like people wanted you to talk about difference. it. You so, could see the difference. You can, but why are they dinking around with the rugby-style punting? Why? Why are they doing I that? I agree. I, you know, Just special teams, ball. special teams. It's a, it's a nuisance. It's one of those aspects of the game that they overthink. Yes. It, they really overthink this stuff. If I had Brandon McManus on my team, and I was assured that the opposing team could never return a kick because he's going to put it out of the end zone. Yes. I would never even consider popping it up. Oh, let's just test our special teams unit, see if we can pin them at the 10. Just take the ball to the damn 25 and don't give up a touchdown. Agreed. If I had Brandon McManus and there was ever a return against me at home, playing it out. We should all be fired. I would fire the special teams exactly coach. Exactly right. The, there right should after never the ever be talk of having a kick return. Just nope. kick it out of the end zone. Don't overthink it. Don't try and be cute and say, we're going to pin them here, guys, because, you know, we're going to use all of our personnel, and we're going to give up just 10 yards. Don't be stupid. Yeah. And Marquette King, it is a distinct difference 
watching him punt the ball and Riley Dixon the last couple of years. So why are you dinking around with it? Just let him boom the ball. Just let him cough and corner the ball. Just let him do what he's good at doing. Why are they messing around with this? It's amazing. I got into some deep conversations last year with some of these special teamers about what they're told to do and how to do it and the numbers that go into it, when to do this, how it... This is where, I, again, you're going to hear me say this, numbers get in the way of common sense. Without a doubt. They get in the way of common sense. Let him be him. Yep. And stop with all this talk. Trade deadline looming in Major League Baseball, 2 o'clock this afternoon. Uh, I would not be surprised one bit if the Rockies make some sort of move for a lefty reliever. I, I think I think they may do something. It may not be a huge name. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they bring up another play. It's going to be a Nishak type of move. I know you guys seem to think that was on, on par with getting Verlander for Houston uh, last year. But it's going to be that type of move. A guy that you're like, oh, I've heard of him, but you know, not a groundbreaker. Not going to have to give up a ton because he's going to be a rental. It'll be that kind of Yeah, move. but it, if you look at the lefties in their pen currently, it's McGee, Russin, and Dunn. I agree with you. It's got to be a lefty. Well, something's wrong with Russin, obviously. He's broken because he's not the same Dunn was, was the guy they ago. signed from Florida who, like, has just been a colossal bust and or McGee, Miami or McGee whatever. He just watched Super Neon take him yard last yeah, night. You, so. have, you have to give Teflon Bud somebody else down there that he can... Uh, he can get on the horn and get him up. You gotta give him another option. But you gotta give him someone from the left side. You would think so, yeah. You would think so. Call Brian Fuente, see what he's up to. Uh, before we say uh, goodbye by bringing Marty Owen, uh, this latest trend, we talked about these challenges. It all started with the ALS challenge, yeah. and now it's just a superfluous, ridiculous challenges. This uh, Kiki uh, challenge, I don't know what it's called exactly, where people do this dance. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I did it myself, yep. as my, uh, my kids uh, motivated me to do it. So there's this story. Out of, uh, I think it's out of Florida. This guy is doing this dance outside of his car. And the challenge involves a guy or a gal stepping outside the car as the car's Ooh. moving and dancing. Gosh. He's dancing outside his car and gets hit by another car coming he the other way. He gets drilled. Hard. Oh, gosh. And lived to tell about it. So that challenge might be done. Yeah, I think that one's... Uh, the dance in front of a car until yes, you get yeah. hit challenge? The yeah. dancing while a car is moving challenge. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, when play- opposing traffic doesn't see you dancing, you might be in trouble. That's played out at that point. 9.54, Marty O, tell us what we did wrong. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's... Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. Marty, how was your first day at Broncos camp as we get your mic lifted here? Uh, Jesse left us, so we, we, we look at us. We're all like... Try that one. We're all idiots. We can't figure it out. Try that one. Uh, we, we, we can't, we can't give him a microphone that works here. Uh, Marty, 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 take mine. Here. Jesse stormed off. Hold on a second. Marty, Marty, we got a microphone for you. Alright, am I on here? There, there you go. go. There you go. Got, got my mic. Got so there. what happened? Alright, Vic, um, you were out of the studio. You know, loud music's going on. Everything's yeah. kind of crazy here. It's like so a discotheque. Uh, yeah, it's like a, like a damn discotheque out here. Yeah. And, uh, you forgot the names of several shows and the times in which they air. So let's get a, hear all of that. Great. Yeah. Demarius Thomas. Yesterday on with uh, Crickman and Hastings, he, uh, he has... <laughs> uh, we'll get updates on who's hitting whom on the uh, Hastings and Brownman show, also known as H and B from eleven to one. We're back <laughs> after this. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm tired of having to promote all these other shows. They should just do it themselves. They're fine. 
All right, uh, next we have some bad trivia followed by some bad answers to the bad trivia. Let's hear it. Quick trivia question came to mind. Uh, two That's guys, how I roll. Two when guys who cover the Broncos. You worked for the Broncos. You've covered them for years. The shortest name, first and last, in Broncos history. Oh, my. Should shortest name in Broncos. This name just came to mind. What is it? I don't know. Don't give him the answer, HW. Oh, yeah. I'm not asking for the answer from you off camera I'm, here. I, I'm going to go with uh, Dre Bly. Yeah, thank you. Dre Bly, HW, six letters. Appreciate yeah. that. Yep. We had a great game going, and HW had a ruin. <laughs> I had to think You got it. the Vic Lombardi I'd show. Have. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no, you're no see. longer necessary, HW. Yeah, so the answer was Ty Law. <laughs> not Dre Bly. Not only did he go on and on with the answer, we got it wrong. Uh, it I, was Ty Law. I cheated and still was wrong. You can't even That's cheat, great. right? That's great. All right, and then, uh, Vic, you called Matt Carpenter Scott Carpenter, but you were also calling him Robin Hood at the time. So I Wait, think I were... called him Scott Carpenter? Yeah. yeah. You know, you, why, were... you know why I make a lot of these mistakes? You know why? You know the root of that reason I called him Scott Carpenter? No. I grew up in North Denver, and a bunch of my friends went to Scott Carpenter Junior High. Do you know what uh, who Scott Carpenter is? He's one of the original Mercury 7 astronauts. Oh, great. That's not my Scott <clears throat> Okay, and you also said Ponce de Leon was the best explorer of all time. I'm going to go with Magellan, yeah, first around uh, the world. Yeah. That's fine. I'm going to do Easy. that top ten list at some point. Mm-hmm. Top ten explorers. Greatest explorers. explorers. Yeah, okay. that is going to be fantastic. All right, and that's it, fellas. All right. That Thank you, Marty O, with his uh, morning <laughs> fact checker. We had a lot more we did wrong today, I guarantee you that. He missed some because he's not in studio. He missed a lot. I thought he did a pretty good job for being out here live on remote. Yeah, those are the big ones. Okay, Broncos are here. For those of you interested, if you're in the area, today's the day to watch practice because the day's the day they hit. Uh, you're going to get a chance to see some dudes uh, get after it. Yesterday, Garrett Bowles left practice. He was carted off. He's back at work today, so he's fine. Yeah, um, this you, is now the second time. Normally when you get carted off, you usually don't work for a couple days. Well, he's back at work today. We'll see what he does. Uh, Brandon Marshall, I uh, don't see him out there. He had some sort of wrist injury. I'm not sure what his status is, but the rest of the boys are here. Before we say goodbye and give way to uh, H and B, B and H, <laughs> whatever they're calling themselves, let's hear our, let's hear our fired up finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. So you agree with my hot take. It it forces Jeff Breidich to save Bud Black from himself. He has to make it to where Bud Black doesn't even have the option to go to Scott Oberg. Doesn't even have the option to go to Jake McGee. Jake McGee coming out in the 10th inning last night, you might as well have turned it off, take some Advil PM and go to bed. We all knew how that was going to turn out. Everybody watching knew how that was going to turn out, and sure enough, it played out exactly as expected. Nary a day goes by where Manchester doesn't blame Bud Black for being Teflon Bud. Uh, Listen, when he makes mistakes and they lose as a result of it, yes, I'm going to point it out. He blew it last night. I like how. Follow the formula, Bud. We also now know your drug of choice to fall asleep, Advil (laughs) Pia. Well, I, 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 I don't know what a manager's going to do when, when Tyler Anderson is dealing. You can stick to red wine or and you can move over to Advil Pia. Yeah, on the night. Yeah. He, he forgets how to find the strike zone. I, I just, you know, what, what's a guy supposed to do? Uh, not let him continue to pitch? Well, we'll see what they do tonight because they've got four of them. Got to bounce back. Got to bounce Lewis. back. They bounced back after that terrible Houston loss, and it turned out It'll to be not fine. be that big a deal. But That's right. you're up 4 nothing on a Nolan Grand Slam in the late innings, and you lose? That's it's a, a bad loss. you got to win tonight. Waste yeah. is bad. We're live at Dove Valley all day. Up next, Scott Hastings, Julie Brownman, right here on Altitude 950.
92.9.50. Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Saturday night, the Rapids are back at Dick's Sporting Goods Park to take on the L.A. Galaxy. Kickoff is at 7 o'clock with Connor Kate on the call. Training Camp 2018, Altitude 950, is on the case. This training camp update brought to you by Honda Power Sports. Day four of training camp 2018 is underway down in Dove Valley. A few injury notes from yesterday. Here's the head coach, Vance Joseph. Garrett Bowles uh, took a shot to the chin. He's being evaluated for head injury. Uh, it was Marshall you said next. He had a minor, minor uh, wrist injury. He's okay. Hireman has a uh, has a sore knee, and we're just being smart there. Nothing, no concern. Just being smart for the long haul. The team will be in full pads today. VJ says they'll still be safe out there. So it won't change much tomorrow. You see everyone in pants tomorrow, obviously with their pads in their pants. Anytime we're full, full pads, it's, it's like game day. This training camp 2018 update is brought to you by Honda Power Sports. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Yeah, baby! A lot of football! Live from Train Camp 2018. Altitude 950 is on the case. Presented by Honda Power Sports, the Urology Center of Colorado, and Brandon Company. Let's go, let's go, let's go, run the hit. And the Hastings and Brahman show starts now. Your construction smells of corruption. Pet day here at Dove Valley. That means the cracking you'll be here a little bit a while ago. Won't be the Rockies bats, but it'll be helmets and shoulder pads of the Denver Broncos. Oil base, Scott Ace and Chili Brahma with you on a Tuesday. Worst day of the week. Is this the last day of the month or, or the, is it the 31st? 